one. Welcome to Motive Pod number thirteen. Welcome back to Motive Pod, everybody. Welcome Wild back. Hi guys. <laughs> Hi boys. What's going on, Motive Pod? Let's. Oh, uh, bro, I'm so sick right now. I can't even think. So today, um, we have no guests. It's just a typical podcast. Let's hear it. How's the week been, boys? Let's get the get the summaries up and go. Yo, it's crazy because if if this was just typical, I would have just called John on Facetime and just been like, "Yo, what's up?" Yeah, fact. Yo, Yo we used dang. to do that all the time. We used like, to every Friday. We still do that now. Out. Like typically in the middle of the week, bro, we just hit each other. Yeah, up. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Let's get in it's hot in here. It would have either been you or the crazy. It was so funny because the thing is, it was. You know, you know, like that's probably part of why I hate like scheduling shit or like planning shit in any sort of like friendship or whatever. Because every single time I make it just flow. Like we never actually talked about it, and then there would be times like every once in a while when we didn't call, and it was either like, and it was either a scenario where like we both Loki didn't want to call. But then we were just seeing if, like, the other person was on the same wavelength or, like, hoping that they were. And then if they did call, it would be like, fuck. Bro, planning is cringe, so to right, be honest. Bro. Just do on the fly. You know? You're and, so like, right, Andrew. Oh, my God. And, and then there will be times when you, like, forget and you, like, no, that's fucked up that you forgot. <laughs> like, or like or like when you or like when you don't do it and you, like, know you're not doing it for, like, a dumb reason. So it would always be, like, low-key like that. Yo, yeah, that's so spot on. Yeah, I hope I don't fuck up your stream. I gotta change my. Oh my gosh, nah, that was so spot on, bro. Oh, planning is cringe. To be honest, I just do things as the crowd flies. I'm that guy. Yeah, yeah, fine. at least with friends though. With like, friends, it's kind of cringe to plan. But like, yeah, I mean, dude, schedule and shit. But you get what I mean. With like. Oh. Yeah, I mean. Hello? Hello? Okay, we can. Are we good? Yes. Yeah. What's going on? It's just that when we speak while you speak, your audio gets cut off. Oh. And you're just getting DDoS yeah, right now. I have a confession to make. And you're just I getting DDoS. Yeah. And oh, the DDoSer is actually me, so I'm a GG. Well, yeah, you are the producer, so. You are the SRB fact checker. Facts. Look, we had to add Hattie to the call. We used to have different people on the call. It it was always it was always three people. We had to add Hattie to the call. That's true. That's true. It just they didn't converge. They didn't, didn't want to be a part of it like I was. I wanted to. Yo, Hattie, yes. you need to get a what color is Hattie, bro? Is he purple? Is he a purple tie? Bro's he... green, bro's because you're I'm a greenie. He's <laughs> yo. Well, this Hattie. is this is pink. This is pink, a shirt, but my favorite color is green, bro. Yeah, that's yeah, a gamer color, bro. That is gamer. John, let's get the let's get the vertical post up, shall we? Yo, okay, wait. Oh yeah. Alright. Let's see how I did this, bro. Oh yeah, I remember. I had to join my on my phone, bro. That's why. I took a screenshot. Oh right, I remember. Yeah. <laughs> that's hilarious, bro. Okay, okay, okay. Let's go back to motive.
Oh my god. Rolls on his phone. And he's gone. Hello, we can hear you. We can very much hear you, John. Is it just me? Yo, Andrew, Andrew. No, I think he's inaudible. Oh, Let's see how long we can make this last. Oh, no. Hello, 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 can you hear me? Yes. It was just, did you see me at all? Yeah. Yeah, we saw you. We saw did you, you acting like a goofy no. guy. Yeah, yeah. That's I thought it was so funny because <laughs> you guys are just posing when I, yeah, I was trying to tell you it wasn't working. Um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> advertisement buddy for some reason it doesn't it doesn't like organize us in grids like that if it's not in just take a just take a photo of your laptop it's fine yeah i was about to take a screenshot on this uh control ship there we go brother that's gonna take Oh shit! Oh, you want to do that? Okay, no, never mind. Never mind. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. No, no, no. We could just take a a screenshot on the laptop. Pose right now. Are you? All right. Are you good? Yeah, I'm good. You want to take the the pose right like this? Oh, like you want me to? Okay. I love it. I love it. Uh, you had to hit this with a little giggle before you actually took it. Um, I, I did. Yeah, I was making myself uh, laugh. Oh, like, yeah, well, start your story, bro. Otherwise, we I get will, zero I'm viewers. Make it, I'm going to get right. it in right now. Anyways. Yeah. Hi. So, uh, what you were saying, Andrew? Yeah. Well, you were talking to me about reflecting on being 19. And. Oh. Four. I, I, Still four. I don't really have much to say because i already talked a lot about my thoughts about stuff during the new year um really all i have to say at essence is i don't know what the fuck i'm doing Eman Ghazi was a millionaire at 19 i'm 19 i'm not a millionaire and i have no clear pathway to becoming a millionaire and really what i wanted to say on myself i just wanted to inform both you and um, the world of like where I'm at. And the reason that I'm keeping it real is because like the same way that when I kept sleeping in time and time again, I said, well, what can I do? I can just like, you know, I failed, but what am I going to do? Just give up? Like this sucks and I'm not exactly being reliable, but I might as well just go back and say I'll try again tomorrow to wake up on time. And obviously it's no longer a problem. It's like, it's the same thing here. Like, I'm, you know, if I really think about it or if I think about the right things, I'm very uncomfortable with not having a clear pathway to financial freedom. But 
you know, like the, the number one thing for me to do is to not escape it and also not set goals without complete plans or at least reference Yo, those. That's where I'm at. Hold on, hold on. Before, before we... Like, I'm going to just be real with myself. How do you, yeah. how do you feel explicitly about not having a path? Like, I, do I don't feel any, I don't feel any positive feelings about that. I feel, I feel... I think I think that's an important distinction, and that's something I've been thinking about so much lately. Mm-hmm. And I think that ties into, um, you know, that ties into like being scared of of failure. I think it's it's on the same yeah. Like you have to be in love with finding the path. I I realized that especially this week, like, like I've been so stressed out, and you know, on and that's that's what I was telling you last night. Um, yeah, that's what I got. That's what I got hit with. Um, sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm getting, I'm finishing the Instagram story, but yeah, yeah. Y- yo, like, oh, you want me to get, send it? A, I'll send it to the, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, bro, that's what I was telling you last night. Let me actually just pull up what I was telling you. Cause I actually don't, <laughs> bro. I just remember the yeah, nature. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I was, so I was like, I was so pissed off that I hadn't worked all reading week. Oh yeah, so on on the goals, I accomplished nothing that I set out for myself. Oh yeah, me, me too. <laughs> me neither. Me neither. <laughs> this was the most unproductive week of this year by far. Yeah, the, me the too. Worst week, which is incredible because it was the most time I'd had, but it was also the least amount of time that I had to myself. Yeah. Because I was sick, whatever, whatever excuses I had. You were sick. But yeah, I'm still sick, bro. I'm, I'm fucking. Oh, oh my is god. It COVID. <laughs> no, it's not COVID. I had like the worst stomach ache up until like this morning. It it got better in like an hour after I woke up, but which it was twelve. I woke them woken up at twelve every single day this week because mm. I've been sick. But you can't really blame yourself <clears throat> to if getting sick, you know. I mean, it sucks, but like, yeah, but I, I honestly feel you should I like feel focus more feverish. On yeah, I feel more feverish today than I did the past three days, and I got more work done than I did the entire week. So. Like it was just stomach pain that made me debilitated, but this time it was brain pain, and I still got more work done. And it it really is like, regardless of your circumstances, you can still get stuff done. Yeah, you can still get stuff done, but I'm saying like, you shouldn't feel extra, shouldn't be too, too hard on yourself considering. You're right, you're right. That's what I was, that was my conclusion as well. But regardless, I still was being an idiot. I was on TikTok for like 14 hours this week, genuinely. (laughs) Like like across all like like short form videos, definitely fourteen hours this week. But anyways, what I was telling Andrew was fair enough. Um, so I was, I was like super pissed off at myself, and like a sort of a bunch of thoughts have been hitting me this week. It was like, why do I feel this way? And this has been a continuation of feelings that I've had pretty much since the start of the second semester, which was I've been super hard on disciplining myself because this is the time that I have to discipline myself For some reason. and i think while i do say that i don't typically let my emotions dictate my actions um i think i think i was just berating myself way too much and i didn't let myself enjoy the process as as nearly as much as i should have been and as a result and what i told the andrew was sometimes along the line we forget how to play and for me, I think, yeah. I think this line really hit me because I had forgotten the excitement that I had when I initially started. Oh, fire, fire, Hattie, fire shirt. 
but I, I initially forgotten the the fire that had started me on this journey towards any of my ambitions Speaking in the first fire. place, and even more so, what principles led me to the conclusions that I I that I push on now. And I actually spent maybe like the past like thirty two hours trying to get back what those principles were, and that has been such an interesting look back. Like I look back after I sent you that that. that um, th those messages, I went back to my notion and I went all the way back to November 1st, which is when I started, um, like taking my note, taking very seriously where I was consistent mm -hmm. every single day. And yeah. I reread what I had first wrote and it wasn't like game changing, but it, it reminded me of for one, how much I grown, which is something that people don't really, uh, like I, I feel like people take for granted how much they've actually progressed. Like, it, it was insane, the difference between me now and me in two months ago, let alone a month mm -hmm. ago. And then even more so, it was the ideas that I held and what, what ideas changed. And it was more so the things that I had really no understanding of that was forgotten away. And the things that had true principles and basis in reality were the ones that continued to stay and was concurrent mm. across all these note takings and then when i looked further back into like july when i really started getting into artificial intelligence it reminded me entirely of ex of what the reason why i started getting into this and that's something i wanted to talk about later this is and this is why i wanted to talk about agi today is because mm -hmm. it was that basis that had me going on that path but for 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 you and i for for the audience I'm excited you, for that discussion. <laughs> when you forget, when you forget, like, it's not even necessarily the motivation or the discipline, but if you forget your reasoning behind what you're doing, you kind of lose focus on what you are supposed to be doing. And I think that may be your issue. Why do you need your money? Why do you have these things? Why are you trying to look for these things? And once you kind of have a clear goal of the why, not necessarily the end goal but the why you can bear any how as as i think it's nietzsche who said that um and so for me that why was is pretty much an existential why like that's the why i had to go Yo, it's so funny because it's so funny because in my head i was literally saying it's existential yes it's that existential. was the instant reaction when you said why is it existential it is it is bro and but what like why specifically is it existential well, for for my case, it's existential in the sense that if, if we don't do it right, we're all dead or we're all obsolete. And that would be horrible. So in an essence, that's why it's it's more existential for me, because it's like I don't want to become obsolete. That's a greater existential fear than death to me, that my entire species has become obsolete. Mm -hmm. um, but that's that's a further thing. But but when it comes to the more bare bones things as to the why, I, I've forgotten that my why was not to become prolific or successful or or anything but actually creating something valuable and i'd lost focus of that and that's why i i seem very dissatisfied with myself not because i was chasing things that i shouldn't be chasing but because the things that i was the, the, the things that were driving my actions were dictated based on things that had nothing to do with the why as in how can i make all this money real quick 
how can I establish myself with status? It's all a bunch of these zero-sum games. And I had been aware of this. I just kind of ignored it because I'm like, well, maybe I need to play some zero-sum games to do that. Everybody believes that they're the exception. Nobody believes that they're the rule. And as a result, people end up having the same fucking issues all the time. So once you realize you that you're... Well, like, everybody believes that, you know, like, they're the special one in the sum of the bunch. So, for example, if I think... You know, like playing, if, if, if the fact is that playing zero sum games typically ends bad for most people, even on an, like an existential level or to a physical level where they might not even be as successful, um, playing zero sum games, thinking that, oh, maybe <clears throat> I should play zero sum games because it might be an advantage for me in this case is kind of idiotic because you're thinking, okay, I'm an exception to the common occurrence. And, and there's, there's also crazy phenomena that I've seen. It's like people like type in, they, they have a poll, right? On Instagram, YouTube, whatever. And they say, this, this thing is 80% chance is going to occur. And then this other thing is 20% chance is going to occur or like 90 to 1%. And the results of those polls, surprisingly, are always the exact ratios they, they ask. So it's like 80, 20, 90, 10. And it's the same thing. Like you go mm-hmm. into play with these polls and you end up following the common distribution. So logically, it's probably better for oh, you to God. play... What? Yeah, I get what you mean. It's probably, it's probably better to follow under the logical distribution that you're going to be in the majority. Regardless, playing zero-sum games oh, yeah. is bad for a reason. And so, when you forget, really, like, why you're doing something, and you end up kind of breaking it down to, like, very, very superficial ideals you end up chasing things that you'll never be satisfied with. And I think that's where people get those short-term, short-term gains, but also like very short-term moments of disappointment. And those are important, but it's also like pretty demoralizing, especially when you're not getting any tangible prog- progress to what you actually want. So for the case of, of me, like, I mean, when you look at what I've actually done towards my goals, I've done pretty much nothing, which is like, what the fuck? You've done so much, but you've done nothing towards things you actually care about. And what I actually cared about was developing algo and getting more in tune with machine learning. And when it comes down to it, I've only developed like skills in in regards to other aspects of machine learning, everything but reinforcement learning. And that was just like, when I realized that, I was like, oh my God, I'm such an idiot. Um, But it's also for, for your case, like, you know... Your your goal is to make this money, which is not a it's not a bad goal, right? Be a king before you become a philosopher. But it's also like, why are you actually, like, why are you actually trying to make the money? Are you trying to provide value to people, or are you trying to just make some cash or whatever? Because you have to be specific. If you're confused, you're not going to make any value. I mean, money. If you want to make value to people, if you want to give someone something so that they have in their wall that's really dope, then you probably can get that. You just got to try a little harder, whatever. Or on the other direction, if you don't really care what they have on their wall, then equally you can put an effort in the other way of just trying to get a bunch of things out there. But regardless, and then again, I also think bringing value is also the rule. You should tend towards that anyway. But regardless, if you're confused onto why you're doing something, it's going to transfer into how you actually act on it. Like, it's always the question of, like, people always ask, 
what knowledge and information are they missing but a wise person always asks the right questions and i think that's i think that's the skill to learn because i think most people and especially people like you and i we have a vast array of knowledge already pretty much very bare bones substantial and um over encompassing information it's simply the yeah. questions that are asked of us that will actually pull out the wisdom that we that we hold so if you don't know your actual incentives and if you don't know exactly what you're trying to accomplish, then you won't be able to pull out the right set of information because you don't even know yourself what you're trying to do. So you have to ask yourself, what do you actually want? What are you trying to do? What are you trying to do? Wait, Specifically, can you repeat that last 30 seconds again? If you are confused onto what you want to do, you will not be able to ask yourself the right questions as to what to do next. That is the gist of entirely what I just said. Anyways, let me get this out. So what do you want to do? Like, well, like specifically, very specifically, what do you want to do? Well, yeah, that was basically the question that I've been specifically asking myself for the past hour. But, you know, in disguise, asking myself for as long as I can remember. And... It, I don't want this to become too long-winded because like I have over the past how many months has it been September, October, November, December, January, February. So over the past 6 months I I kind of think of like the archetype of Lily from How I Met Your Mother when she came back from San Francisco and tried out like 10 different careers in the span of a few months and I kind of have done the same. I both flip-flopped and at the same time and through that I've literally gone so far and I'll, I'll say gone, not grown gone so far from really any person that I can remember at least in what I want. Like It's crazy how you know, just one month ago, I was still, well, at the time I called it, uh, and I still do, struggling with, you know, listening to too much music. Three months ago, I was literally dead set on pursuing, like, a career in music management and becoming hugely successful in that, which is fine. I, I'll be dead set on being hugely successful in, in whatever I choose at any moment. So I'm not, I'm not worried about flip-flopping, but I'm just pointing out that I went from that to now basically calling it entertainment and escapism as it is. And I don't listen to music anymore. I, I work on my posters for the sole sake of generating profits. And this is where I've come to. To me, I, I, one thing that I said so much around that kind of you know, September time is I've come to find that life is net positive. And as I was leaving for Ottawa just about one week ago, right as I was arriving at the train station, um, I I passed by Google for the first time, Google Asia Canada, which I'm really happy to do. It's fucking ginormous. And it, it really reminds me of Silicon Valley or like San Francisco because you know, you walk, and I was walking five minutes, I see, like, the electric Porsche, which, you know, like, 
my head's in the completely right place more than most people. Like literally in the right place. I, I mean, more than most people just to make a point of how in the right place it is about the value of material versus human. But it's like, I see it like it's a beautiful car. You know, it's also like a $150,000, $200,000 car. And then, you know, you walk two more minutes and you see these huge homeless camps, right? And they're right beside each other. And, and it's so real because you have like the wealthiest and the poorest right beside each other. And that's when I realized why the coffee shop beside the train station in downtown Kitchener has brownies that cost $5.60. It's not even because they want to make those profits. It's just because they have to keep homeless people out of the shop some way so that the tech people can enjoy their coffees without being surrounded by homeless people. Wait, Andrew, so they just, you they, went inside make, Google? Yeah. Went inside Google? No, I, I, didn't, I didn't go inside the HQ, but I passed by it. Oh. So, and as I was... As I was going in, I I started thinking about like that life is not net positive. Life is only a net positive if you make it so, which means it's just a positive if you make it so. And I realized that all of my up to nineteen experience up to nineteen years old experiences that that I, that occurred to me which were so incredible. At the end of the day, they were fulfilled by my parents' baseline um like taking care of my survival and you know this is why like we can't go into this for too too long because i already know that <laughs> like like i've been talking about survival for three four months now and we've always been both in the exact same place and also weirdly kind of different at least on like a personal level we, we can't really find um but Again, there's nothing to find. It's more just a, a personal preference, I guess. But the point is that, like, this is what I've been about, and I, I really bought it there. Like, like the reality is that, like, I think about on the train going back, I look out um, at the lakes, and, like, they're so beautiful. And that's, like, a very, like, you know, in awe, euphoric experience. But then at the same time, I realize that, yo, it's, like, negative seven degrees outside that's fucking brutal and if you actually go on the lake like like you're gonna die that's brutal so there's like two sides to everything and and i've really been thinking about what is the kind of main platform of the world we live in and because this is this is this is in some ways me always aiming higher to the platform what is the next platform and this is why i struggled so much with marketing and because everybody because there's, you know, all your head thinks about is the TikTok algorithm, which is, I'm fine with the, you know, the craziness of it or like the, the kind of addiction of it as in like, like, I, like I'm fine with the fact that you have to hustle. But what I really, really struggled with is that I have to be, I have to play somebody else's game. So I'm always like, I'm always like, oh, like I want to create the game. So I kept thinking and thinking and thinking and thinking about what is the biggest platform. And then I started to agree with when every single entrepreneur who's successful says that if I wanted to be rich, I would become a banker. And I kind of realized that we live in capitalism mm. and the platform under which we all play under is the banks and capitalism. I don't think we play under philosophy. I don't think we play under holistic things. I don't think that's the baseline platform. 
like the kind of Naval Ravikant way of life, I, I don't think it's the baseline platform. It is, but it is a hundred thousand percent facilitated by the banks, by money, by capitalism. Like again, none of those my my life would have been shit if my parents sorry, not my life. At the end of the day, the experiences that I had, which were so incredible and led me to believe that life is net positive, would have never happened if my parents did not have the money that they had. If, you know, if I was worried about food and these are all real things. And so this is where I'm at. And so that's in some ways why I've been so concerned with survival and why when you ask me, what is the point? There is nothing more. And it shows in the fact that I moved away from music. And, you know, one thing that I've been thinking about recently, but at the same time, dating back to when I was like, in middle school, or even before that, one thing that I really thought about back then is um, this idea of like, um, would life really be, would life feel better if I was in a different person's shoes on like a net? Like, for example, I would consider the life of a kid whose, let's say, parents are very rich and they have, they get to go on fucking yachts in the summer, right? And I would think to myself, that kid does not know that their life is much better than mine. So they don't, they don't feel that, right? They don't, because they don't feel the difference. So they don't, they don't feel it like I would feel it as in, they don't feel a difference. But even though they don't feel the difference, do they still feel better than I do? Like if you were just to compare it, if you were able to take like both levels of excitement and just to compare them on that level. And I mean, I think we know that the answer is, is yeah, yes or no. So no, we don't know the answer, but um, hold that's on, kind hold of on. the start of it. I think, I think that's, I think that's what I was trying to get at. So now it's interesting that you, you that you bring that up and talking about these different levels and these different platforms. If, if you, this is what I think I've been trying to get at when every time I mention it to you, like exactly what, like, what are you trying to do? I think this is what I was trying to mention to you when uh, we were at your house and I asked, like, what, what are you actually trying to do? Um, what do you actually value? Because if it's just survival, if it is just plain survival, why are you doing what you're doing right now? Why are you doing this? If it's just survival, you could survive and make a pretty good lifestyle for yourself by doing the quote unquote. But I'm not in. But I'm not I'm not I'm not assuring that. The government is my parents. Of are. course, of course, and but you also could do a billion other things that don't necessarily have a standard across any of these other things that we market each other. I all, as well as what morality, I'm, as well as as well as basically status. what I'm trying to do is to rely on only myself, and you can see that again mm -hmm. with me with the reason that I don't like playing under somebody else's game, and the reason that my mind always goes to platforms above from the fact that I've you know, been into software for a very long time. And I just think in systems is that I always want to rely on somebody. Like I want to rely on myself and, and regardless and, though, but what, what, what does that entail? Because if, if you talk about specifically relying on yourself, why don't you go off the grid? Quote unquote, you can't go off the grid, but why don't you just live into the forest, you know, like throw out all your government IDs, then you'd, you'd also be like, it's equivalent as in like saying, no, games, no, because, because weak. that's, because I'm weak. That's, that's in a point of weak. What what I think I is that, that the is that the point of power is 
is comes from money. It, that, it's not, right. and, 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 right. and for me, as, and, and for my position, it, it, the next step is to get, is to get the financial exactly. wealth. So, then, so it's not, it's not survival purely. It is, it is, it is something it's power. else. It's power. It's power. It's power. It's power. So then it's not survival. And that's what, that's the distinction you need to make within yourself. If it was survival, you wouldn't be so confused, but if it's power that you're seeking, it's assured survival. If you're, if it's you're very survival. Well, power is never insured in survival. That's that's the sacrifice you make when you go to find power. Regardless, you have to be convicted when you tell yourself that you're looking for the power. Otherwise, what kind of questions are you asking yourself? And what I mean by that is, like, if you were if you were going about this just for plain survival, you would make a very survival-based decision. But if you're looking for power, your calculations towards every single move you make would be that much more specified towards attaining power. Just like me playing any sort of game would be specified towards one sort of victory. You need to leverage yourself accordingly. And what I mean by that is like you need to be super specific as to what you're trying to get at. So I ask you again, what exactly are you looking for? Because there's survival, there's power, but what but there, there's more at than what that. Level? Because 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 money is a proxy and that's and and I'm pretty much I'm very much black and white to it to money right now, but it's a proxy, that's true. But so you want me to go to like the deepest level? Not the deepest level. Is? Not the deepest level. It has to be I can't like, define I'm not it. Looking, like I'm not looking for fulfillment. Like it has I'm to be as, as deep as it would. It has to it has to in in instill what you want for for the long term. Like it has to be a sustainable thing, but it also has to be like a motive. It has to be I, I can't even I don't want to call it a goal, but it has oh, to guys, be something that cool. directs every single action that you make. Like, for example, for me, every time I make a decision, it's usually primarily towards, is this going to give me more credibility? No, 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 that's not specific, but that's, that's pretty much how I base a lot of my actions because I know for right now, it's the most important asset that I'm trying to go to. And I think that's also why I'm very, um, I'm very unhappy currently because I've been doing things to get credibility, but that's not necessarily what I have to do. But regardless, I still make those decisions and it still helps me. I still get more credibility, but it doesn't put, put me towards my actual goal, which is trying to build some very tangible AI systems. And frankly, I have to sacrifice credibility to do that. But, you know, it's a game, so maybe I can maximize or optimize that. That's interesting, though. That's interesting, though, because because you you can then relate to to my thing, which is I am like... You, before I try to answer, if even if I were to answer the question with one thing, I'd be lying because, like, I am so far gone from that, and that's that's some, that's that's the one thing that I just realized like two hours ago is because like Dush, I I, got, I called Dushan about this, and what he brought me to is like my indecisiveness, and this is, has been the root problem, and the thing is, it, it's not necessarily going to get solved because I'm not going to sacrifice. I'm not I'm not going to sacrifice my you know propensity to overthink and like my will to have options directly to make profit. Like literally everything that I've done, every single action that I've taken over even the past 2 months have has just been has had so much indecisiveness in it and it is completely true that I would be much more profitable and on a much more profitable path in the poster business if I was much, much more decisive. And this was seen from the start. It's seen from the start because, because the thing is, you were completely right. 
that posters should be sold through in-person sales. And by the way, the fact that the sale is not happening this week is a failure on my part. And it's one of the things from that that has, you know, made me learn like like face up about my indecisiveness. Because as I said, it's a failure that it's not happening this week. And it should have happened this week and I should have made it happen. And the thing is that I was this close to making it happen if I was just a bit more decisive. But even so, I'd be still be indecisive as fuck. So if I was super decisive, I would be on a, on a, like, I'd be way ahead. But there is so many different things that I'm thinking about beyond just profits or that I've been thinking about. Yo, I just want to, I, I, I might have wanna, shoes. I just want you to yeah. know right now that, um, Hattie's not recording and the stream is covered. So I don't know if he's, if we're, if we're actually saying anything right now. Um, <laughs> cause he he's, left. Like, wait, wait, what do you mean? The, the, the stream is not even being recorded. I, I, <laughs> I don't know. You check it out, bro. Wait, can I hear? Say something. No, I'm sure. No, no, no. We're good. We're good. But I think he paused it. So, anyways, like, like for example, I didn't want to do an in like, like the thing is, posters in college. Okay, this is this is profit, right? Like, the guy said that that um, uh, what's it called? Imagine us will come and do 10k in sales on like a kind of. That right there, that right there should have fucking convinced you. You didn't need, and this is what I, this is always my solution to de, to no, decide. That's, that's the point, though. That's the point you that should I have made. been rational enough to let yourself know that, dude, 10k in sales. You didn't even. That's and this is why I kept telling you you didn't need to make. And I didn't a blink. And I didn't what? blink. And I didn't blink because and I didn't blink because I did not care about that. Mm. I did not care about that beyond. The points of the fact that in-person sales don't scale. They feel way below my level of cognitive ability. And it has nothing to do with the skills that I've built up on over the past few years. And just in general, I don't give a shit about any of it. Of course, but if your idea is for power and quote-unquote survival, you should have to throw those things away. That's why I say, like, if... if, And that's that's what I mean, like... So I'm glad we're having this conversation. I'm very glad because because yeah because it's funny because yeah like like I'm coming to this and then you're just ripping it out of me, which I'm super thankful for. Like I'm I'm not not so I've become equally undecisive. I am in the same position. Okay, great. Here we are. Here here we fucking are. And and of course of course because the thing is because thing is otherwise I would have to ask myself well have have I lied to myself and to and. Are the people around me actually correct? As in, you cannot get rich. No, you can, but I do not want to as much as I want to understand systems. And this is what I talked about earlier where I'm like, wait a minute, I just fucking love knowledge. And it's pretty human because there is no bias towards action innately in humans, right? But it's like for me, and I'm like, I'm not going to, like, like I'm just like, you see, you see, because that's the thing. And but what I was getting to earlier with the thing of like originally I was just trying to connect it back to now what I think about what I've been thinking about lately is like can I just completely completely shift who I am for whatever goal and the thing is I did it boom I don't care about music anymore like I could snap back into it but the thing is the fact that I can snap back into it and snap out of it means that I could snap into loving fucking chairs I don't know so it's like now I'm a chair salesman but here's the deal. Posters has has a very small has a very small market potential, 
So for me, it's like, fuck, what's in it for me? And that's, and that's, and that's real. Like the thing is, I'm like, you see, it is, it is sort of existential. And this is, and the reason that I went straight to um, talking about whether I can snap out of anything, because it's, I said it's existential and yet I don't want to, or, or sorry, I'm really questioning the fact I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about or grasping whether something is really, really tied down to my identity or sorry, if my identity is really, really tied down to something. And I don't think it is. It's just that I build up skills over time. Like I've been doing software for a very long time. So of course I think in systems, but it's like, okay, here I am. And it's at the very least, it's super, super in me that I just, it doesn't make sense for me to put in all this effort to do an in-person poster sale. Is that the lie you told yourself? What do you mean? Is that what you told yourself? Hadi, the, the stream, the stream was not recording. Yeah, I know. I, I took an important call and it was, yeah. Oh, I see. I see. You could have just turned off your... I was, I was really focused in that call. Okay, okay. Well, regardless. Okay, but... It's not a lie. Well, okay, if it's if it's not a lie though, then that, that that's why that's what I that's why you gotta realign yourself, because and we've talked about alignment so much, but if it's not a lie, then yes, I will go to AutoView next year and suffer in the cold, because I don't want whoa, to whoa, do whoa, things whoa, that whoa, don't whoa, scale. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We'll talk about that in a second. Let's go back to the posters themselves. Okay. If your goal is precisely to do to accomplish something to get some money, why aren't you going in person? Because it's quote unquote because beneath it scale. You. Regardless, it's not of it's beneath me. Enough. It's not beneath me in that sense. It's not beneath me in that sense. I, I know, I know what you mean. But regardless, it will ten thousand dollars in sales was your potential revenue. Ten thousand yeah. dollars. If not, I feel more. stupid. You could have charged more. You could have done purely custom posters. You could have just had a booth right there. And you could have had like like spend maybe an hour or two making like a bristle board that has like Sammy's posters, everything, like a big banner, and then you could just stood there beside your printer with your rolls of paper. And okay, you could in have September, look, look, look. In September, I had. Look, in September I had like, eleven k in my bank account. I dished out on school. I took another eight k in loans from OSAP. I own an Apple product from every single category. Like, yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't feel like money in my mind. It doesn't feel like you're money. Speaking, you're speaking all these products that you yourself are reliant on, as in you relied on someone else's money to give it to you. This is adverse to what you were, you were proposing. What do you mean? What do you you mean? said you don't want to be, you said you don't want to be like reliant on anybody. Yet all this money that you're talking about is reliant on something else. What do you mean? You made all of that money off Nine of- Nine to five, Yes. Exactly. Something else. Some other system. This first system that you decide to build, when you talk about building systems, suddenly it doesn't go so well and you decide that you're not going to do the most logical chess move in that sense. You could have made thousands of dollars. Why didn't you do that? Why? What, what exactly was the reason why? You could have had the same money that you took out in a load in a day, but you didn't. What was the what's the ration behind that? Truly. Okay, 
It was a I, blunder. You don't need to answer your question. It was a blunder, and I've blundered. What's a blunder? What's a blunder? Hold on, hold on, hold on. In What's chess, a blunder, a blunder is a move that pretty much is like is like you just lost something very important. Like wait, you lost... hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You're 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 placing a you're placing a value. There's still a reason. I, there's still a reason I didn't do it. It was a bad. De- you're saying it's a bad decision, right? Yeah. It's a yeah. You're saying it's a bad. No, no, but just because it's a bad decision, there's still there's still a reason I didn't do it. There's I know a there's a reason it. why people move their pieces in chess, but regardless, regardless of the fact of your plan, they don't ahead of see you, th- they don't see that. But like, why? Why though? Because that I don't think that reason would have changed any circumstances. Because you would have been less decisive, and you would have been more secure in your fact had you had ten thousand extra dollars in your bank account. Is what I'm. Is that's what that's the principle I'm going off of. If you had made those in person sales, regardless of how you felt about them or how, and this is what I think it is, your your rationality. I think personally, it's a feel, and it's it's not different to how I act as well. I do the same thing where I rationalize feelings, and it ends up being a blunder. But what I'm saying here is that, in a logical essence, if your idea is to find survival, to have, find more independence, the most the best chess move on the board is to make the most money you can, so you can become more self reliant. So in the nature of finding purpose, finding meaning, a philosophical ideology as to why you weren't accustomed to that decision in the moment still does not negate the fact that the best moment was would to be making a thousand extra dollars. You could have made so much more money. So why didn't you? Like, why? Really? Why? Like, like, why? I want to say because my mind was prioritizing and is prioritizing number one things that i want to do year to year this is big because because i've because for the longest time i've been everything that i've been consuming and thinking about is related to the fact that every single company takes time to scale so it has to be you have to invest for years and years and years and years. And number two, yeah, and like and like and number two, in terms of scalability, like in my mind, in my mind, if it wasn't more money, if if it wasn't the ability to, yeah, like like I've just been in startup land so much that my head does not prioritize just like cash black and white it it actually prioritizes the growth curve that's why in my mind when i see stuff that's not like ecom i'm like well okay i just do it once and then it's over then you know what i have to say to that give me what? give me all of your branding rights give me all of it and then i'll make 10k and then we'll see how we feel at the end of it because, mm, because if I I could be right here and philosophizing to the same degree and still caring primarily solely on on AI, and that I would still have ten thousand dollars. That's what's, flame. That's flame. What's what like like what I'm trying to get at here? I don't want to be a therapist to you, okay? Because I please think do, you're actually please do because because this is a huge problem. They, bro, this is generally a huge problem because because the thing is the thing is I said a few weeks ago I'm basically ready to pivot off the posters and that's and be and like basically saying i'm gonna use the asset but i'm quitting because i realized it's not it's not like 
what they would call um and i recognize that founder market, time, founder market I, fit and here and i am I now and, and literally a few hour ago i'm like yeah like i'm done i need to find something new because it's not for me and the thing is it's interesting because you're because you're saying you you could go through black and white and you would have gone through black and white and you would have just done it and pulled the cash out which is really good i've always identified this problem in myself and and the other reality is that we come from different socioeconomic backgrounds so for me in my head it, it's like and the thing is the thing is i've never it's but but yo, you always occur. came across me as a rational person no is that not a is that not an incorrect distinction you're very you're a logician and a logical move would sure. to be put yourself in a better position a That's better true. position would be have more cash regardless of your pivot and even when you told me your pivot, I was confused. And that's why I asked you, oh, you're just removing the website. That's all I was like, what are you doing? Because, and it's not because I don't want you to like, to like switch your focus, but I, I talking on a systematic level, Yo, I would I'm still, as confused and want to have a fucking answer as you do, bro. Like, okay, let me, let me break it down. I would still have, it's because when you're building things up from the ground, especially when you're building any company, and this is just something I've observed, any sort of system. When you're building these systems and when you put time and effort into it, the end goal is so that you can step away eventually and run it without with minimal effort. In this yeah. case, when it comes to the posters, it should have been where, and I thought you would accomplish this. I was super impressed. I was, I, I, I'm still super impressed with what you've done with it. That's why I'm like, why are you backing out? Because it's, it's insane that you would do that. And that's why it was even more insane when you came to me and said you were not doing the live poster sale because... You could make triple time investments, but that's nothing. The, what, what, what the actual issue is that like, it's like you built up these systems and you spent so much effort and you're throwing it away in the sense of you put this, this time to build a system and now you're not letting it run in accordance with your schedule. You're just letting it die instead of having it sustain itself, maybe fizzle out over time. But regardless, you're not making, for one, you're not making your, the ROI that you wanted um two you're you're missing I, like frankly it just seems like you're missing an opportunity and it's it's what what i what i'm trying to get at here is that i think again with your indecisiveness is that so i think it's becoming more and more apparent with my point which is that you need to be set in exactly what you're trying to do because when that's Yo, very clear, you're right john you're right if somebody came to me and said let me 3x your money in one week. Give me the cash. Give me your posters. Give me your printer. Give me your ink. Give me all your posters you have right now. And I will build a bristle board. I'll go to Dollarama. I'll make a bristle board. I'll get a table. I'll skip all of my lectures for this week. I'll stand in front of the most populated areas in campus. Maybe I'll make multiple populated areas. I'll get my friends to do it. And then I'll have them sit around the campus pointing to where I'm at, where the printer's at. I'll stand by the printer. I'll have a big board that says custom prints. And then they'll come up to me. Okay, and what and are you going to do with the money? What, what are you going to do with the money? Sounds like a scam. What am I going to do with the money? It doesn't matter because I could either reinvest in it and then that scale or I could stop and then I have made $10,000 profit. That's what I'm saying. You could genuinely just stop, but it's like you could have made it. That's why I say it's a blunder because you could have gotten something more, but you just decided to cut it quits and it doesn't make sense because you could just quit later, but you might as well get something out of it. And that's why I've, I don't see the rationality behind I've, it. Because regardless I've of really what never felt, I've really never felt 
like I needed the money and I still don't. But that's, but that's so, that, that just doesn't make sense. It just doesn't make sense. Because it's, it's like, it's like, what you're, what you're t- telling me is like, it's like a drug addict saying, I've never felt the need to get off my drugs. So why? <laughs> I'll just keep doing crack. <laughs> it's the same thing. I don't need the money. Well, sure you don't. Sure you do. It doesn't matter. It doesn't, it doesn't hurt you to have an extra $10,000 in cash. In fact, it does help you. It's, it's, actually, it's actually ignorant to say that you don't need that money because in one fell because swoop... I'll, because... Okay, let's yeah. say you wanted to scale a startup. Who's, whose money is going to pay your... your no, you're, you're right. You're right. Computers? You're right. Wait, you're, who's going to pay for, right. for AWS? Are you going to invest another 2000 yes, You're right. Oh, you're right. You just spent it on your I'll, printer. No, I'll go. I'll go work an. I'll go work a nine to five, like I'm, like I'm, you freaking used to, like I typically get my money from. I'll, I think you have the it. answers in yourself because you're a very logical person, and you taught me how to think logically. They're so. not. They're not coming out. They're not coming out because because yo, it's really weird. Okay, look, look. The fact is, like, I can't even get over this that I need to be in person sale, but it's like, what? What is it like, too late? Even I, I, I don't. Is it too late? Yes, it is. It is. How, how is it? How is it I don't believe you right now. Bro, because... Email them. Oh, my God. Dude, I'll email them no. and be like, yo, I'll do the in-person sale. I changed my mind. I was I'm being not idiot. doing the in-person sale. Say, say you'll pay an extra $500 and then make it. Oh, my God, bro. I don't even know. You I... don't even... What do you mean? Like, why do you even need to pay $1,000? You could just put up shop around campus. Or you could do what I just said, is get your friends to stand around campus, pay them whatever revenue you get, and then say, yo, just stand here. Why? Then I don't even make any profit. Stand here for uh, $5 no, an hour. No, you could make profit. Pay them like $2 an hour. They're university students. They'll take the money. You have because they're broke. Disposal. Regardless, what I'm trying to say, though, is that... Yo, don't, don't, nobody's don't, doing it for $2 Don't now. kid yourself, bro. You know what's up. Okay, you know, you'd be you know surprised. It would have worked. It would have worked this year. It would have worked this year. Sorry, this week, but it's not going to work anymore. Regardless, regardless, the point is you can't mix up when you yourself don't define particularly what meaning or status that you are trying to get at because you don't define it. You're still reliant on the system. Then it shouldn't clearly, be clearly, up to clearly. you. It shouldn't be up to you as to how you progress in that system. You didn't make the system, nah, sure. so don't try to play your one. own game because you're just going to lose the there. Play by the rules until the you can leave the rules. Play by the rules until you make the rules yourself. Play by the game until you become the moderator, the admin, go into creative mode. But right now you're in survival mode, so you got to climb the ladder. As you said, build the platforms. And as I said earlier, you have to be the exception we're in survival mode in but we head, can't break anything you're not you're the rule you you can't you can't play these these games and think that you're the exception because you'll just end up losing on average so don't 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 treat yourself like you're some big philosopher i thought you would have known this already in fact i thought you would be the one to tell me this at some point in my life i expected you to tell me this like just be rational rationally speaking if you had stood there and thought hmm Imagine us made 10k in profits and they have shitty posters. I can print exactly what the user wants. I could just pull up Google Images and say, "You want this?" Boom. You could also do 
something even crazier and say AI posters get mid journey bot make like a bunch of discords discord accounts and then have them printed out onto your thing you don't even in fact you don't even need to do that you could make a discord server and say submit your prints here pay the money on the discord server and then they send it to you maybe Hattie deals with it in Ottawa cuz he can just moderate it later and then he can send the orders okay, to okay. you. Okay, okay. You know what? You know what? I argued away the profits in my head. I, I, I continually argue away the profits in my head as I do the equations. And let's, let's have the debate now. Like, I didn't want to because I thought it was dumb. But you know what? Maybe it's not as much a blender as you say. And I'm not trying to like... Let's hear that. Let's hear that. Like, hubris here. Okay. Okay. Number one. People don't care about the fact that it's made by AI. Number two. Okay, let's debate that very much so. Okay. Nah. I think that's, I think that's incorrect. Because for one, there's a hype train. I think that at least one conversion will happen there. Two, it can be literally anything. That doesn't matter. No, one conversion. Yeah, one conversion does not matter because because one conversion because on on a like it doesn't matter if it's one conversion towards AI. Yes, it does. What matters is that they see the billboard and they come to the table and they realize you don't just have to do AI. It could do everything they want. It's a pull. It's a it's a funnel. They they see the AI on the billboard. They see custom prints. They you're say, not, "Shit, that's you're, dope." This is, they walk up. That's to what it. I thought too. But you're not. But that's what I thought too. But, but did you do it? Did you practice it, on, it? No, because you're not considering it on like yeah. a literal basis of every single cost that goes in, and every single sale that goes out, and what the profit there is in the end. If somebody spends sixty five dollars, right, and even even if I have the lowest costs per materials then let's say i can make like 40 dollars off of that which is a huge profit margin that wouldn't even start to cover the upfront costs of putting on that sale which would be 300 dollars per day over which would be 300 dollars per day to even rent out the spot which is on sale for students because the guy knows me plus i would have to get the printer there fine i can get a dolly from wherever the fuck okay i would buy 500 dollars worth of ink 500 dollars worth of paper just to like just to kind of have people coming, sorry, to have enough paper so that people can come through and it gets printed right away. Fine, you could say, oh, I'll print it to them later. But it's like, the thing is, you say that, but but again, you have to really think about whether people will do it because you yourself have not bought any posters from me. And just to be clear, I'm not saying that as like an offense. No, I'm my friend. Like, I'm just, I'm just pointing out the fact that, right? Like, like I also would not buy any posters from myself, right? But the point is that I'm making is that it does matter to people that you can't buy them right on the spot. I've witnessed that. And I witnessed that firsthand. Why, why, why wouldn't you be able to print it on the spot? Well, I, I could, but that's the point I'm making. I would have to buy $1,000 worth of ink and paper just to be able to start to print them on the spot. And that doesn't include all of the billboards that I would have to put up. And I would have to put up a legitimate amount of bill, of billboards. Like Again, it's, it's, it's doable, but once you really get into it, you buy all the different billboards. Like That's actually a lot of fucking billboards to buy. That's a lot of posters to print in advance just to put up. Okay, okay. Because Let's it has to look legitimate. Let's do the straight math. So, so, so let's assume it's five hundred dollars, five hundred dollars in ink. Let's say. What let's do you say mean assume? I I have it. I'm, I'm, I know it's on Excel. What I'm saying is you could have done differently. Like whatever you can have your like. Okay, yeah, yeah, let's, like, yo, yo, okay. I'm, act, I'm actually. Let's just say. Let's just say. Let's just say. Let's just use the numbers that you that you that you used. Okay, so it's so you said so it's three thousand. It's two thousand dollars down. For, for just for this week, two thousand dollars down. Okay, so, so two thousand yes. dollars down. Okay, 
So, and it's going to be across five days, let's say six days, because you probably have Saturday as well. So, six was days. It, okay. It, it, if, do you not have Saturday? Do you have Saturday? Or was it just five days? No, it'll be four days. People don't, people don't go to the Congress on Fridays. Okay. Four day um, work okay, breaks. So, it's $2,000 down, $2,000 of investment divided by four. Sorry, it's, 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 it's 1200 It's 1200 just for the rental of the space, right? Because that's okay, 300 times so 4,200. Sure. Okay. Two th- add, add, another, add another 100 because 500 paper, 500. Let's ink, say 2,500. I'll, I'll add 200 for you. 2,500 sure. divided by four. Okay. 625 per day. Let's, let, let's, so your average poster rate, I think it, what I remember, it's, it's between $7 and $14 and $20. So let's just say $8 for, let's, let's lowball it. It's $8 per poster sale. Okay. That's highballing. $8 is a highball. Sorry. It's not a highball, but I was just saying relative to lowball. It, it's like, it's accurate. Okay. Okay. So $8 is accurate. Okay. Eight dollars. Okay. You would have to sell. You would have to sell. You would have to sell seventy-five posters, um, per day. Okay, that is kind of crazy. And then that—that's with all the ink, whatever. But that's only if you have. That's only if you sell those little shitty ones. People at Imagine Us they sell for posters twenty dollars. So I'd say let's average it out. You probably have to sell about. Um, you can you can go like, up to ten dollars profit. You can go up to ten dollars profit. That's what I'm saying. No, not ten dollars profit. I'm saying actually charge, no. Charge exactly. I'm not saying okay. ten dollars. Charge exactly how much you would charge for a poster. How much would you charge? What's the median? How much you would charge for a poster? Like fifteen dollars. Okay, that's even better. So you don't have to sell seventy eight. So let's say standard error is about like like a couple like like twenty five percent. You probably have to sell fifty posters per day. Okay. That's if you have that down payment. 50 posters per day, you have what? Like, like, like let's say 3,000 students walking through, 3,000 students walking through that place on average per, per hour, okay? 3,000 may be a low ball or a high ball. I'm not sure. 3,000 students divided by, or no, no, sorry, sorry. It's, it's, it's 65 divided by 3,000. You have to convert 0.02% to get your return on 3,000 people. Hold on, what? Let's say 3,000 students walk in per day through that thing. 3,000 different students. Okay, there's like 70,000 yeah. students at Laurier, something like that. No, there's, there's probably 30,000. So 10% of 30,000 people walk through the main, most central area of that school. You'd have to convert... That's, that's, that's 1.67%, right? You need you just you need like less than one percent of people to have gone through that to uh, buy it. You need a one percent. What? It's, wait, are we saying we're saying fifty, right? No, 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 no. Sixty-five people because you, we're we're considering that you have things people might buy bigger okay, sizes. Okay. I think people typically as well will buy bigger sizes. I think so people. That's, that's too. That's they won't. Okay, they let, won't. Me, let me recalculate because I just did it off of my head. So let me divide it by four. And then divide it by fifteen dollars. It's actually forty people. So I actually was very generous in giving you sixty-five people per day. Towards your point, forty people. Forty divided by three thousand people. Zero point. Oh wait, no. Times one point three. Oh sorry, one point three percent. Sorry, I, I I didn't do the. I didn't convert. One point three percent conversion rate. 
1.3% conversion rate off of 3,000 people per day. You need, you need 1.3% conversion. As in, you need 40 people to buy a poster. I think that's actually a low ball. If they make, if Imagine Us makes 10,000 per day and they charge on average- At the start of the year. At the start of the year, regardless, whatever. They probably still make uh, uh, like 5K and that's still better than your return. Yeah. And they do the same time span within a week. Okay, they do the same time frame. They charge, they have non-custom posters. They have very rigid sales. They don't show, they show all your options up front, whatever. Um, they have a bunch of different sizes. If they make $10,000 per day, okay, let's, let, let's, let's do the, the reconversion here, all right? If they do $10,000 per day, then per person, uh, 10000 times 1.3 um, divided by 100 okay, the thing is you're 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 pointing out that the risk is nil but again we need to get back to what the actual profits would be 600 people would have bought per day to make that profit in a week they converted 4% people. That's 600 hold people. Hold on, hold on, hold on. What, what are we saying? We're saying that Imagine Us made 10K? If they make 10K, and okay. if they make 10K, okay, and they convert, so that's 4% on 3,000 people. For, yeah. Let's just say that. Then 600 people had to have bought a print at $15. They probably, so, they probably charged fair. a print more than $15 is what I'm saying. But regardless, 600 people per day they made them 10,000 profits. You needed 40 people to break average. They tripled your revenue. But, but okay, but breaking even is not a fair, like, at least at least going back regardless, to where the were. Regardless if it's not a fair point, what I'm saying is that imagine us in your same position that you are in. They got 600 people to imagine buy. Imagine us didn't come back. Imagine us didn't come back. Because they, they probably made enough money not to come back. They probably didn't give a shit. Because, no, they probably didn't come back because they didn't make enough money. And they just didn't foresee making more. Is that is that indicative that you? If anything, that's a power vacuum. Regardless, my point is what I'm saying is that your rationale on the mathematical aspect is not concrete because you're assuming the highest margins. And regardless of the highest margins, it is concrete. What do you mean? What do you mean? I'm assuming the highest margins. Because you said okay, five hundred dollars. No, we have to. We, John, we, we actually have to stick at this. Like generally, we do. We do for my sake. Like we okay, have to stick at this. not not be, not because not because I'm trying to be right, but I'm like I'm tr like like I'm trying to I'm trying to figure I'm trying to figure out what the fuck is happening with me, bro. And like the thing is, okay, I know I that the risk is though. zero. It's different, it's different like, though because because yo, if I make a thousand dollars in profit, that's fucking pointless. That feels pointless. What what what? At you the say? end of the day, what did you say feels pointless? Ten thousand dollars in profit. A thousand dollars in profit. If I make a thousand dollars in profit, it feels pointless. If I had taken one dollar in profit, it would not have felt pointless to me. But it was pointless technically because because the amount of money that you could have made working nine to five, putting time in to like your business, it's just so this ridiculous. This goes back as to what we were talking about earlier, which is what is your goal? Is your goal to be reliant on the system or to provide an escape for yourself? The difference between no, an entrepreneur. If you can, if you can, can the listen, difference between an entrepreneur can... and someone who just wants money is that I, me, I would work every single day for 14 years and not make a single dollar in profit. 
such that it would provide towards my own goals. Obviously, I'd have to survive somehow. But regardless, I would still put in so much time and effort just to sustain my creative endeavors because I know eventually it will pay out for me. It's, it, not to say that that's, a, like, that, that's not even a possible scenario. 14 years wouldn't even happen. It'd be more like two years where I'd be working every day towards a common goal and I would take that failure. What are what you working to towards is, by doing posters? Tell me, tell me. No, but generally, what, what would you be working towards? Because you're okay. saying for two years, but you would continue to work for 14 years. I guess, I guess I'm just very, very aligned in my action. Maybe not my environment okay. currently, but more and more I'm becoming more aligned in my action. And that's, that's what I'm trying to get at here. Sure. You need to be aligned in your action because when I do every single thing, it's, it, I, I was literally thinking the other day, and I said this earlier before in the pod, I was thinking, damn, like all the things I'm doing just happen to work out and boost every single endeavor in my life. And then I thought, it's not a fucking coincidence. I set it up like that. It's not a coincidence that somehow providing something for a, a social media page, doing the motive podcast, and also researching AI happen to all align and support each other in every endeavor. That's not because mystically people are interested in all these things. It's because this is what I have been trying to do for the past six months. This, is, this has been the goal. It has been the, the alignment. So all these actions are converging towards each other. They're all trying to be, build up to one single thing, which is to establish better credibility, to build influence, and to get capital. Those are the three goals I outlined at the start of the year. But those have also been the things that I've been trying to start off at since I started this journey back in summer. And I realized I had those same goals back then because I, I understood what my end goal, what, understood what I really wanted to get at, which was trying to solve this existential problem I had in my head through AI, whatever. I realized I had to get those things. Focusing solely on those things individually is where I fell off, and that's what I wanted to talk about. But in, in your case, I, I, I believe that you are aligned. I believe your actions are aligned. I think you're misguiding yourself right now. I think you're just, I think you're just, I think you're just confusing yourself because I think you are very aligned because you are. Don't, don't kid yourself. You know what you want. You know what you're trying to do. So... What I, what I was trying to get at here is I'm trying to ask you the question. Are you just having an aversion to confrontation? Are you just scared of failing or are you scared of not making any profit? Yeah. Then the there same, you go. Same thing. We needed no conversation about the mathematical procedure. And that's what I was trying to prove to you. You were just scared of failing. What? That's 30 minutes of, life, of my life I'm never getting back. Well... <laughs> Okay, yeah. but like, but like, that's the important distinction. Are you just scared of not making profit? Are you just scared of not feeling like you've made something happen? Like, what? Yeah, that's why I'm saying it's a feeling. So then you don't then then what do you need to find out? Because that's all you need to know. That is irrational that you made that decision. Because then you're not broken. You're not broken. If if you if you thought something purely irrationally, then you should just move no, no, on. The problem is that I would make the decision again. No, you wouldn't. Uh, again, again. The, no, the thing the thing I said at the start is. I am being very, I'm trying to be very honest with myself and thus you about what I think I will do in the future. The okay. point is, I don't. What I'm saying is that what you do, regardless of what you think should be aligned with your future, should already be aligned. As in, if your goal later is to start a company and you need money, you're going to be like, oh, well, I'm glad I did that poster sale in person, even if it's $1,000, even if it's no dollars, because then it's more evident that you can actually create something or actually try to do something. Regardless, I think you taught this to me, or maybe I taught this to myself, but every decision, 
pragmatically, what I realize is that I find the best out of the situation, but I also find that of all the things that I do, they teach me something that I'm waiting to learn. Um, sorry, I didn't get my point across properly. What I'm trying to say is that these things are converging regardless. All your actions, if you just have a right perspective, you will see them in a certain light. And through those lights that you frame your things through, your perspective will shine out the lessons that you need to learn. And so this still ties back into what I was saying earlier, where it's just like align yourself and be clear as to what you want. Be very intentional with your actions because, and not intentional as in the fact of you're nitpicking everything. It's just that you should see yourself in the things that you need to do, need to do to succeed. Just correspond with what your outcome is going to be anyway. Like, I don't feel anything wasting time because when I'm doing something, I know that as I'm looking at that, it's going to be asking a question consistently as to what is going on in my head right now. If I'm hanging out with you, hanging out with the boys, we're going to Mandarin, I'm, the question that I was asking a week ago will still be asking in the second that I'm there. And on the same par, if I have a common goal and I'm seeing this perspective consistently throughout my life, then inspiration to what that question will be will come back to me. It's like when they say, when you're doing a math problem, walk away from it, because eventually the answer might come to you, and it usually does. And it's the same thing. If you're trying to run a successful business, well, if you can't seem to get your poster business right, which is a pretty darn simple thing, how do you think you're going to successfully create a million-dollar startup? Do you really think you're going to be able to do that at, at your current position? I'm not saying I can. I don't think I can at all because I haven't been able to complete anything. So, and I'm not saying you can't either. I'm saying you can because you've done more than I have than you've done more than anyone I've seen, which is super impressive. And you shouldn't take that for granted. So, I think I'm not what, saying beat yourself up about, about what you did. I but, think what's the most important in, in this current, current time is that Andrew, most of all, is getting the experience that he needs for the future when he wants to start it up obviously the money is going to come next but getting that getting to know how what you want to what you want to do what you, what you want your goals to be knowing how to get to them and learning it in a process is what i feel is most important in the current stage at the very first steps then True the money comes the in money. after yo daddy you're fucking wise bro he's so right He's so right. But it, it's also more, it's just like on very principled basis, and you understand this, it's just like things add up. They compound over time. The more businesses you create, the better your business skills are creating. Eventually, even if you think an in-person sales beneath you, which I agree, I wouldn't want to do that either. Honestly, it'd be, I'd, I'd be also kind of annoyed, but I would do it because at some point, you're selling something to somebody. Let's talk about a very principal level to, to, to bring you back to the world of rationality. When it comes to actual sales, you are selling to somebody eventually. So if you can't do it with your own face, with your own brain, face-to-face, one-to-one with somebody, how are you going to be able to make a system that can sell to somebody else where you're not even there? If you can't even sell to somebody right in front of you, how are you going to be to sell a billion things to a billion different people when they don't even know who you are? That's the fundamental basis. That's, that's, that's the very restrictive term when I'm trying to explain it to you. And that's something you also understand. It's just that you have to be reminded over and over again. And that's okay. I needed to remind myself a lot of these things this week. So 
I want to wrap this up, but because I, I think you already know the answer. I think there's nothing left to say here. You just you just need to go back from first principles and understand exactly what it is that you need to align yourself with. And if you can't find it, find something pretty simple to do that as well. And I mean, like, you know, it, it seems like you already have that figured out. Like, like your, your next goal, whatever you're trying to get at, that could be an easy way to align yourself or whatever end goal you're trying to have. Regardless, try to see things in a way where you can maximize your time spent. And if you really understood how to spend your time, you would realize attempting to make a profit would probably 10x your ability to make better profits in the future rather than theorizing on how you could make future profits eventually. Don't, and what I also, I'm, I'm hoping this is not the case, but I just got this idea. Don't be scared. Don't be scared just because I'm about making startups that you should start making startups too. Don't and the only reason I say that is because I, I realize more and more that we think the same. And do you want to know what I was thinking the other fucking week? I should have fucking started an econ business and a poster business just like Andrew and made some quick cash right away. I should have been doing that. And I got demoralized. Is greener. Right? Right? So, yeah. so you, you need to align yourself with what you actually do. And then I reminded myself again, why did I start a poster business? Oh, because... For one, I didn't think about it. That like if I thought about it, I probably would have went out. I probably would have went after it. Two, um, I was still trying to figure out my own shit. And I was focused on spending my time on refining my my current alignment. And I've done that. And I'm happy about that. And I'm trying to get pro proactively acquire more skills towards machine learning. That's because in the long term I want to build better and complex systems regarding AI. That's just what I want to do. That's just what I've always wanted to do anyway. So, so it just ended up working well. And if I wanted to pivot, I could. And I am. I am pivoting. And that's the thing too. I'm still doing exactly what I plan to do in the long run, but I pivoted as well because I've started this social media brand, which now I have a bunch of ideas on how to scale into something like Iman Ghazi type shit regarding AI. And I've been consuming a bunch of content around that. And now like, like I, I'm more content because you gave me great ideas because I was like, okay, this guy's making quick cash really well. I realize I need to do that as well. But it's also like, I need to try to build something very simple in order to prove that I could build something very complex. So I'm using a lot of words to describe pretty much the same thing. You just have to, you just have to sit down, meditate, get some clarity, understand exactly what you're trying to accomplish. And if you can't do that, then understand exactly what you need to accomplish next. And then you'll find that you'll be more aligned with your actions. Don't think too much. Don't think, oh my gosh, this is, what, how is this going to ref reflect on my legacy? Or, or, or what are <laughs> other people doing? Don't I compare yourself. I legacy. This is... <laughs> <clears throat> but it's, it's true, bro. Like, don't think about that shit. I think I saw this on, on a TikTok. Joey Swole uh, commented about it. And... This guy was lifting weights. He was lifting like 70 pound dumbbells each on a shoulder. To me, like that's incredible. I, I don't think I could do that in a long ass time because I'm so, I'm so short. But he was benching and he was a huge guy. Huge guy. He also looked natural, like natty. He didn't look like he was on roids. So that was super impressive doing 70 pound lifts, 70 pound overhead press. And yeah, the girl he was working out with said, that's super impressive. And he said... He said, 
no, it's not. No, it's not. And like such a douchey way. He's like, that's not, that's not impressive. Like, that's weak. That's weak. And, and she was like, what do you mean? Like, that's super, like, that's super impressive. And he's like, no, no, it's weak. And she said, she said, you know what they say? Comparison is the thief of joy. When you compare yourself to other people, even yourself, even whatever standards you have for yourself, you'll take out all the fun of it. Comparison is a thief of joy. And this goes entirely into what I want to talk about, which is um, how to play when it comes to these things. And I think, I think this will also have implications onto what you were having issues with. And I realized, like, I, every time I had glimpses, and this is not motivation, and it's not, it's not even discipline. It's, it's, it's just, again, it has everything to do with alignment. I had to remind myself continuously why I was doing something. And I did it subconsciously. Like, I would have bursts of energy. And it wouldn't be energy in the sense of, like, like inspiration or motivation. It would literally just be the ability to do the work. Like, I would genuinely be incapable of performing at my maximum capacity. And this is why I always thought, oh, my God, you know, like, there would be so many positions where I would do so much work all in a burst of energy. And, like, is that discipline? No, because I've been dis- – I am disciplined. I sit in front of my computer, and I get nothing done. And it's like, why? Why? Like, like genuinely, just the things don't come through my head. And it's like, what's happening there? Like, what, what, what's wrong with me? Am I just an idiot? Am I, am I getting writer's block? Whatever. But I noticed – to, like literally yesterday that every time I would have consistent periods of effort was because I would understand exactly what I'm working towards and everything else would come come with it the alignment the motivation the discipline it would be so much easier because I could remind myself what exactly to do and it's because I ended up caring as well comparing myself to you because seeing your poster wall was the damnest impressive thing I had seen in my entire life I don't think you, like, I don't think you realize, like, the biggest smile I had on my face when I first saw that, the craziest enthusiasm I had when I did continue to saw it, and when you added more posters to the wall, I kept thinking, damn, like, what the fuck am I doing? And in that, I kind of got caught up with playing zero-sum games. And then over time, I continued to worry and stress myself over that. When the hackathon came, I saw so many talented people, so many people who had built incredible things and they had been building for so long. And these people... You know, like Colin, Raghav, uh, Daniel, um, Emelian. Shout out to these geniuses. Incredibly talented, incredibly creative, incredibly driven people who know how to get stuff done. And I kept thinking, oh, why am I not doing right that? Why, why am I not? Why am I not being able to? Why can't I? Why can't I do any of this? And it's like, no, I have. Why are my events so few, far between? And it's because I was also aware that these people existed before I'd even come to the hackathon. I was aware of people better than me, of status, of greater things. And it really was a fact of I was just comparing myself to other people so much. And I, again, I thought, oh, I must be the exception, not the rule. Maybe comparing myself is better. Maybe it drives me to better. And it is good to be aware of your competition. But it, when you, the fact that I was competing at all proves the inauthenticity in my actions and how they were driven. If you have competition and you're trying to build yourself up, then you aren't being authentic. The nature of authenticity is that you're being true to yourself and therefore you will have no competition because you're being uniquely yourself. If I'm doing solely AI and these people are so much better than me at JavaScript, why the fuck would I compare myself to them? They've just spent their entire 
high school summers doing internships for web dev. Why would I compare myself to that person? They're not inherently smarter than me, or maybe they are, I don't know. But regardless, they just spent their time doing something else. And I think that's true for all cases. I think for, for the vast majority of cases, I think pretty much all of them, the difference between talent and, and ability at the highest levels is just primarily on how people spent their time doing certain things. You yeah, see that you with don't have PhDs. to do everything. Exactly. You see that with PhD students. You see that with CEOs. You see that with literally every expert, every professional, quote unquote, in their field. They spent the most time doing one certain thing and they got the best at that thing. That's why if you try to be Mr. Beast, you won't be Mr. Beast because Mr. Beast has spent the most time being Mr. Beast. It's pretty much that simple. And what I, what I realized is that I was playing these, these zero-sum games. I, was, I lost that, 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 that alignment. I lost the... the you, took, you, took, you took direct actions to compete with them? Yes, yes. I took direct really? actions. Like what? Okay. So I was... So I would be... For one, I would be scrounging through fucking GitHub. And I would get, lose focus. And I would, I would try to build things. And I would try to do things that I thought they would be doing. Which is stupid. And this is... I think this might apply to you as well. If... Let's say, let's say what I was saying was true is that you might be looking at me and thinking that building a startup is what you should be doing. I don't, know, I don't think it's what you should be doing. I don't think it's what I should be doing either. Um, but I'm doing it anyway. Um, but that's just because it aligns. And what I mean Why? by that is that I would look at people like that and they'd have all these projects, all these cool things. And I'd be like, damn, I should be doing that. They have all these cool repositories on their websites. They have personal websites. And I got really way too focused. And I spent way too much time building things that were a mirror of what these people had done. And that is so backwards so in what all the philosophy I told myself. What I mean by that is that like, like a, a real example is that this guy, a million super smart guy, like, like such a genius. And this guy is, he's an incredible software engineer. He's about web dev, whatever. He made a bunch of websites and I spent maybe a week, a week and a half trying to figure out how to build websites again, tried to like build the same thing to the same caliber as he did. I spent way too much time. I wasted so much time i was looking at that shit i'm like damn i need to do that and it's it's so surprising was it relevant to what you wanted to focus on no it had nothing to do with what i wanted to do like that that i can't believe you did that right right you can't believe i did that but like could you believe that you also no but the thing is you said but but could you believe that you didn't make ten thousand dollars I feel like it's, <laughs> it's not different. It's the same thing, bro. What are you trying to do, man? You're trying to make money. I have no me. clue. I have no clue. I have no clue. No, no, no. But this is, you do so have different. a clue. You do have a clue. Your goal, your goal for the end of the year was to make enough money to move to LA. Evidently, it was, Evidently it was disingenuous. Evidently, it was disingenuous. Regardless, disingenuous. Regardless if it was disingenuous, any goal that you would have would very much value that extra $10,000. And what I mean by that is that your your decision process, your decision tree into organizing that decision was, oh, this is not aligned with what I want to do in the future. Well, you don't know yeah. what you want to do in your future. So why are you straving off this way? You should just keep going and then continue on. You essentially backed out on something because you were scared. And you know that. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, you, so it's not different. It's not different. It's very, it's very emotional and you're competing with something fictitious. You're competing with... with me maybe you're competing with 
someone who doesn't exist. You're competing with an idea or a standard you set for yourself. But the reality is, the reality is, is that you weren't focusing exactly on your goals right now. And frankly, I think you should have done it because it would have helped you better. But regardless, your goals that were outlined at the start of the year for what I think still hold true is that you wanted enough money to be financially free. That's the baseline. You wanted to have enough money to be free by the end of this year. Is that is that wrong? I think I feel like that's going to be a yeah, concurrent. Yeah, sounds reasonable too. So so regardless, that it's was probably not going to happen. But, but well, why? Now, maybe not because you didn't take the necessary step. But maybe it could still happen. Yeah. I, why does it have I'm to be that there's way? Always a way? Right. So when I when I looked at these things, and I had spent probably maybe like two three weeks, and I had been spending time, and it's not even just be, it's before the hackathon because I kept seeing these people who were better than me. I was like, damn, I need to get there. I kept doing all these things. You know, it was probably immediately after the first week that I started doing this, which was so stupid because the first week was the most exemplary action of the most authentic self that I could have been. That was the most authentic self I had been this entire year and hasn't changed. That is the, the only period that I've been truly authentic. And it's because I started surrounding myself with people. And, and you know, like you see this, and there's a lot of competition and there's a lot of people who, you know, talk about grades or whatever. You're like, damn, I need to be smarter than them. I need to be as good as them. I need to need to beat them in this and what, whatever. And then That's you end just up, academics. You end up, especially if you can't manage your time, you end up um, delegating your time in a very weird way to which if you actually break it down on a very principal level, you'd see this is how much I'm doing on real shit. This is how much I'm doing on zero sum games. And it tends to overlap and stretch and push out what you're actually doing. And that was the reality for me. And when I sat last night, that feeling hit me like a wave. Because I was watching this beautiful video about a guy who also was finding purpose. It's, a, it's Exerbia, super amazing writer. I love his stuff. But he was just basically telling a story where he went, he went to New Zealand. He's, he's an English guy. He, he thought, okay, I don't know how to write. Something's wrong with me. These people are so much better than me, which is literally what he said. Um, let me just let me just go to New Zealand and hike for a while. He lived in the woods and he just thought for like a year. He did nothing. He was like, damn, nothing happened. He came back to England. He was like, what? That was useless. No shit, it was useless. Then he thought, okay, shit. Well, I still can't write. So let me do the Appalachian Trail, which is like a huge uh hiking journey to take it's it's literally going from like it's literally going from like like a, like a, a small like track and field race to like like the tour de france crazy difference that's how it is it's literally that's what the appalachian trail is for hiking so this guy decided to embark in the appalachian trail spent all the rest of his money that he had left went to america and then walked on this trail for like 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 a couple weeks, I think. It was a long time. He was camping doing that. And he said he was lovely, he's beautiful. Of course it is. But at the end of the day, he came back and he was like, I wasted my time. And he said the reason why is, he had all these philo philosophical metaphors, but the, the, the premise was he never actually did anything towards what he actually was supposed to be doing, which was writing. And that's literally what he said. But he also said everything that he was looking for was still in the place he was. And this also has something to do with what I was thinking before. And this, I've told you this before, which is that regardless of your location, where you are, I think if you can't set the environment to be aligned with yourself, no matter where you are, then you won't be able to do it elsewhere. That's what I was trying to, and it's the reason why I say it to you is because I'm trying to make sure of that myself. But for him, he said, 
All my friends are here. All my family's here. My entire life is here. Everything that I've set and put in place into motion has been here. All the systems I put in place were here. And it was silly of me to, and this is where I get my, got the quote from, to that somewhere along the line, I had forgotten how to play. He'd forgotten how to play with the writing. He'd forgotten how to play with his life. He'd forgotten how to do all of the things that made it enjoyable. And as a result, through the competition, through comparison, through illogical standards, he ended up wasting probably like like dozens of years of his life doing nothing. And that should scare you. He spent, I think, a decade like not doing anything. That should terrify you. Being in a position where you're playing zero-sum games consistently can thwart off 10 years of your life just because you are playing silly meanderings that have nothing to do with your actual goal. That's what misalignment can do to you. And if you continue to have this prospect that if X changes, this will be better, then you will never get to that point. And that's the point I was trying to make to you and myself when I told you that. And when we set out those goals, like you could honestly go back. And I think I said this word for word. Hold on, Andrew. I know you want to go to LA. That's super good. But make sure that you understand that if you can't make the environment you want where you are right now, you won't be able to make it in LA. I, I think I s- said exactly that to you. And what I meant by that was, if you can't yeah. align yourself, then you're probably not going to be able to do so well, regardless, even if there's a lot of people. Because if you want to excel, aligning yourself is the status quo. Like you should, like everybody understands this. It's the status quo to be able to do something in accordance with your goals. So if you can't do that, it's a natural progression. So yeah. when I was thinking about this and I re- I, it hit me like a Mack truck when he said those lines, I was thinking, oh my God, what the fuck did I miss? Like what, what changed? And I looked back and I, I went all the way back to like my earliest notes and I kept reading what I was, what I was saying. And as I said before, you know, like concurrent themes were prevalent. And that theme was, that theme was there is a growing wealth disparity in this world the AI is going to be the biggest game changer. And after that point, there will be no other opportunity to create generational wealth. Once that capital has been instated, capitalism in its current form will have essentially rendered itself obsolete. And what I mean by that is far more nuanced. But like, I think we can agree that the AI will set a certain standard and it will at some point be so far beyond what any one person's able to do that they will be incapable of making um, any change towards their circumstances. They will be unable to align or their... Why does that matter to you? Because I want to be on the other side of the wave. That's literally it. That was, that's the alignment. Well then, well, well, hold on then. What, but then I should be doing what you're doing. No, no, no. That's that's the issue, right? Because because you're 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 too focused on my reasoning, my logic. I could be entirely wrong. There's good arguments to put against. Well, it, it sounds legit. It sounds legit in my mind because of my personal experiences. No, but the thing is, something's correct. The point and something right. is correct in your no, approach as well. But it's, what's, but what's incorrect in your approach as well? 
to what approaches that you already have made right now to what you've already done right now what's what's incorrect about that because it was strong enough of a pull for someone like me to have enough of conviction to make those arguments in the first place to think maybe i should be doing what he's doing so how but the how, point is the our goal is the same our, our, our goal I'm, I'm saying quotation marks for me like our goal is the same but what? is it though is it though because we, we we've debated this you're like talking about ai you're talking about ai as just a proxy for getting generational wealth but that's not that's not why i'm doing it so why are you doing it it's an existential thing i don't like for like i, I explained this before i don't want to die i want to live forever um i want to be on the other side of the curve that's ambitious. i don't want to be I don't yeah, want to be side of the wealth disparity gap when AI is created. This is so this is from a great snippet. I wrote this because I wanted to remember to mention it. Team Omega. So it's actually it's, it's, a, it's a fictitious thing. And it's so eerie how it got word for word. And I read this book, Life 3.0, like back in July. I, I, I read this book back in July, a long time ago. And this is the in the preamble. And it's playing out like so, so closely to what's going on right now. So basically, it was basically just lining out exactly like there, it was telling a story about this team, Omega, who made the first general intelligence that could make itself and grow itself. It could amplify itself, whatever. They went through the bouts, but they quickly started to find ways how to make money. So they first, you know, they did generational, generational AI, which super ahead of its time shout out to the guy who wrote life 3.0 because i mean now we're in the stage of generative ai but first they made generative ai to make a lot of money then they did ai in the stock market because they thought it'd be more redeemable then they made generative movies human experiences they optimized like a bunch of selling services they made products then they had the ai make new companies because the ai was able to do that then they made ai based companies then they had fully autonomous crazy startups evaluated a billion dollar companies and they pretended like someone was running it, but it was just their AI, Prometheus. And then Prometheus continued to teach itself until the point where these, these uh, people came out and said, oh, this is Prometheus, whatever. But what they outlined was that this, this AI company became the monopoly of essentially the entire world. It was the yeah. singularity, singularity outlined in all of its form, where it was in control of pretty much every big system and et cetera. And what we see right now is that all these companies are grasping at that. And this is why I want to talk about it, because that fear, that very fear, that feeling of, oh, shit, it's going down right now is what drove me in the first place to embark on my quest of AI. That happened in July. Now we see it in February, and it's pretty far ahead along that line. I think the timeline is still a bit skewed, but I still think my timeline for seven years is a pretty good timeline to say, holy shit. This is how much time I have to actually be a, a, a player in the game. And this is that fear was reminded to me last night when I was going through all the things that I was doing. And then on Twitter, I went back and like I was just scrolling. And I think um, Sam Altman tweeted something about like he tweeted something and he said, like the next Moore's Law will be intelligence will um, double um, every 18 months by like billions of, of parameters or whatever. And I was thinking like, oh, that's kind of funny coming from OpenAI, the CEO of OpenAI. And then the comments kept saying like, like 
they kept talking about like alignment and then a uh, like someone named elizer like ey as, as they call it he always talks about doomsday alignment and they basically said like like if like one of the tweets were everybody's talking about alignment but nobody is saying exactly how we should align themselves just like how an ant recognizes that a human is a super intelligence and it pretty much ignores it and doesn't do anything and same thing vice versa with the human how would we be able to converse with a super intelligence greater than us we would be it would be incomprehensible to us and even still even if we could align it by whose by whose means will we align it to and that made me realize two things for one someone is going to try to align it with their own incentives and that's going to be a crazy thing i want to be on the, on top of that to be honest um but why but why like just like let's get back to it later as in why yeah yeah yeah. and then, and then secondly um um and then the second way is that is that well so yeah firstly it's gonna it made me realize two things that that someone would have to align it with their own incentives and two it's crazy to think that we would have to align it with itself at all it also made me realize that that this problem transcends pretty much everything that we understand. And realizing that brought me back down a peg, like the Dunning-Kruger effect, where I was like, oh shit, I don't know anything. Nobody knows anything. And it's super funny that we pretend that we do. And that brought back the excitement because I had the fear again. The fear is what made me act on this in the first place. I was like, oh shit, this is, this is gonna be real. This is already real. OpenAI is doing this, Google is doing this, everybody's going to get on top of it. And instead of one company, it's all these companies whom all collect mass amounts of data and are all going <laughs> to hop on this. My idea to make Algo is literally just to break into this. It's just to get in here so I can play a part in this, play a role, or at least try to conduct it myself. And so, realizing this, I remembered exactly what I needed to do which was read more research papers, get on top of your shit, and build more, like, ML stuff. That's pretty much it. Like, I just reminded myself exactly what I was supposed to be doing. And before, when I had been focused on, like, establishing, like, crazy grades, like, studying the X amount of hours per week for numbers that I don't even fucking care about, spending so much time for a bunch of shit that really doesn't matter to me, it's crazy that you could get so misaligned in so very few steps. So, like, I mean, for me, this idea that we have so little time to, to chase this wealth disparity, we have so little time to catch up with that 1%, why are we wasting it trying to play other people's games when they themselves aren't even rich yet? So, when it comes to you, man, and I don't know, like, if you're looking at somebody else or other people in startups or whatever. Looking at Andrew Tate. Yo, I'm looking at myself, but I just don't understand. Just to be clear. I don't think you are just looking at yourself. Because if you were just looking at yourself, then it would be a lot easier for you to act. You would be more decisive. As in, you'd understand exactly what you're trying to do. And you would find for yourself first principles as what the next best course is. Now, you told me that you hate coding, so I don't see why the hell you would want to do an AI startup. Because you hate that shit. And I, I love that shit. I would do that for 14 hours a day. And in fact, I just did it before this pod. And my back hurts. 14 hours? 
yeah, bro, since I woke up, bro, I've been grinding. Like, that's yeah. just how it is. So, you know, like, and I enjoy that shit. If you say you hate that, then going for a, a tech startup is not the place where you should be. But I mean, if 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 that is the only way to escape poverty, but that's wrong. That's that's the thing. That's what you, you said. That that's is. what I think. It's not. That that's the fallacy. It's not in my head. It is the only way, but. You could probably make a lot more money right now making social media products and you'll still be ahead of the curve or doing like social media managing or, or selling other people's products or making a bunch of boring businesses or changing like even being a software company purely, not even an AI company, you could still outmatch half of these institutions that are already going to bed. <laughs> yeah. Th- it is not the only thing in like high demand. And There's still plenty of is, other things. It occurred to me that this is the problem of our generation is I feel like because Steve Jobs said when you like that when you grow up you feel like you're taught that things are in place and you should just go through life and not try to change them but the reality is that you can change them and i feel like maybe or at least it's just for me our generation is not on that shit we actually have been fed that so much that we know everything is in our own hands and it's just like we're just like well we're comfortable what do i do we talked about this. We talked about this, um, like last pod. We're comfortable. Yeah, that's it. We're, we're not, not dying. So we're not gonna find a way to succeed. What I realized is that we are dying. We're just dying very slowly. So I don't get how you keep referring it to yourself, though. Because that's my conclusion. I could be very wrong. It's not your truth, like. <laughs> we, I, that's not what I'm saying. I can I'm see saying... where he's coming from, but I don't think that way. Exactly. See, Hadi Hadi comes to his own conclusion. Like, how are you gonna do no, that? No, come on, come on. I mean, I mean, that's, sure, you could say that. You could say that. You could say that Google and all of them came to the same conclusion as I did, just six months behind. Which it's is it's not even about that. No, okay, let's just base it at this fact. You are literally saying that I am right only for myself. Like, this isn't one of those subjects. Like, this is not religion. What I'm saying what I'm saying. Is that I'm what I'm saying is that I am having you're right, a religion is a good way to put it because I'm having absolute faith and certainty into that my survival will be ensured by doing this from my conclusions, from what I've from deduced. But there's plenty of ways to ensure your survival, guys. But it also aligns to exactly what I want to do inevitably, and that's what I'm saying. It's all aligned because I still, I because the end goal, so it's not the point then. It is the point, though, because the end goal is to live forever, and I found a method of deduce doing that. And the AI is going to live forever, so I might as well get on that. It's, it's aligned okay. with, with, with everything I've already set out for myself, which was, I'm terrified of death. I don't care to... I don't care to... What is it? Bring him on, bring him on. Bad boy. Bruh, this guy bought... This guy, this guy bought... Smell it. Like, four, like $400 perfume. It's bro. not $400. Give it a smell, though. Can we do? Can we do it? What is it? A uh, Jeremy fragrance right now? Yeah, do a Jeremy fragrance right now. Yo, that actually smells good. Yeah, I smell all the alcohol though. I can smell it through the speaker. Air it out. Air it out. It's earthy. It's supposed to be earthy wood tones. I can smell Uh, it through my my headphones. (laughs) I fucking inhaled. Inhaled all of that shit. But anyways, as I was saying, 
from the very beginning, I knew I identified exactly what I cared about, which is why I asked you, what do you value? Because me, I've always valued making sure that I don't die. Like that is. That uh, the... Yeah, I can. I can reference that. Yeah. So. Yeah. So with that, it's like, how do I accomplish that? Well, I could. And that, that was always the motive. Like, I was like, OK, let me be a doctor so I can go to biotech so I can like prolong aging. I was into genetics and all that yeah. shit. OK. And then and I was like, oh, that's too out. slow. I was, yeah, I backed up because it was too slow. I was like, that's too slow. Fair what enough. else can I do? Fair enough. Um, okay. Um, how about how about AI? Oh, shit. Okay, let's look into that. I looked into that. I was like, oh, shit, there's a lot here. Let me keep looking. And the more I looked, the more I was like, this is so doable. What the fuck? I, I mean, that's probably wrong. But I thought it was pretty doable. Like, I was like, this is not, this can't be too hard, right? Like, it's just, it's just like putting codes together. And the thing is, the reason I say that is because the possibility for it to exist or actually, the things in place for something like that to exist already exists, in my belief. As in, like, I, I have faith in that the computers, it doesn't matter, like, what computers they make or invent in the future. All the, all the building blocks for it to exist are ready to put them together right now. That's, that's why I went into it, because I'm like, it's probably way faster. Yeah. Because TPUs yeah. exist. Um, fucking, like, TPUs exist. We have a bunch of computers coding. It's just literally just putting the pieces together. I don't right. even need to find it. That's kind of wrong. Yeah. But when it comes to biology, right. I was thinking, okay, well, I have to discover like some crazy understanding of the human genome. Yeah. And like, I have to find shit. That's probably a lot harder. When it comes to, so I literally just chose like the, the easiest route in my mind to yeah. become as immortal as I have. And inevitably, going about that path, you realize. I guess I just, it's not a coincidence because it just ends up being that by the nature of competition and the nature of capitalism, that becoming a, a, a very wealthy and, and status individual probably proclivates that you can establish yourself as an immortal in that coming time. So then it just happened so that I got into startup and business and whatever. For you, what you've told me you value, well, let's say, let's say it's just pure plain freedom. You don't even care about immortality then you should be doing things that align yourself with that. And that's why I've actually had, that's why I've had, I had to come back on some of the things I said before, where it's like, where you said, oh, I, want, I need to drop out. I've actually low-key considered not doing that because I'm actually having a lot of success in my institution with all this AI. And actually, it's been a valuable asset for me to say that I go to university. Um, not not this not actually being in university, but it has been a valuable asset to say I go to I can, university. I can imagine, yeah. Because it's it's an it's, it's an academic, industry. it's a research filled yeah. industry. So, yeah, like like I was actually like like made confused by looking at you and thinking that's a desirable life, but it's not for for my case because I actually need to play the game longer. So if you just want freedom, I'm not enjoying myself. Things. What? I'm not enjoying myself by any means. So you should be looking for that. You should be looking for ways to do that. $10,000 would have helped you. $1,000 would have helped you. Anything. Start, starting, exactly, anything. So what I, what I leave you to this, and um, I wanted to go way more in depth about AGI, but maybe we can talk oh, about boy. that in a bit. But I really want to, like, I really want you to know with all the things that I've just said, like, try to think exactly what do you truly value? What are you trying to get at? What's... What's the end goal? What's the sustainable system that you're trying to put in place? What is it? I've always...
still deluded myself into shut up shut up shut up trying shut up, to shut achieve up. a utopia oh are you t- okay okay i thought you were saying you were trying to trying to this is why I let people talk. What did you think I was going to say? I thought you were going to say, I've always deluded myself into thinking that I couldn't do it. I thought you were going to make a reason why you couldn't give me uh, an answer. That's what I thought you were going to say. No. That's I why said... you hear people out first, John. Okay. Utopia, you no, said. I'm just saying, I'm just saying that I'm just saying that I seem to be coming. I maybe, well, I, maybe, maybe I'm, I'm once again, like as I was maybe a few years ago, just in kind of a new, weird, more much, mature approach. My mature twist on trying to get to a utopia. Is that? Is where that? No problems exist for me, and it's it's fake. Ah, that's what you should focus on. Well, actually, not it is the unreachable. Because not not the what? utopia. What? Don't again. Don't confuse what you actually want with some big grandeur idea that sounds sexy to the eye. The idea that I have which is not sexy, is that I want to live forever. I do not want to die. That is not sexy. That's a very selfish and vulnerable thing for me to say. I want to do everything I can so that I don't die. Not you. Not not him. Nobody. Just me. Okay, hold on. I'm confused. When you say you want utopia... This is going to age well. Can, don't, don't say... Like, specifically, what is it? What is it? Because... And this is why I say... This is why I'm like, I have, I have such bad problems with ego because this is literally my entire basis of my life purpose is to, is, to pers- is to maintain my ego. So, or not even the ego, just myself, just to, just to experience it, just experience more shit. So when you say utopia, are you, don't convince yourself with the connotation of what a utopia has. Be, be very aware exactly what you're well, saying. That's, that's why I said, that's why I said utopia. Okay, you know what? It's funny because you said, don't tell me you don't know. And I basically told you I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) It's because, like, I'm just making sure that you... I'm just making sure. You could say utopia, maybe that's exactly what you meant, but I'm trying to make sure... No, 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 but it's not not a real thing. So, John, you're right. I don't know, and I'm probably going to think about it at the end of the year. Okay, and that's fine. That's fine. You don't have to know. Because, well... Yeah, it is what it is. And that's okay. You I don't need bro, to I'm confused as fuck, man. Like genuinely, okay. I genuinely I don't think I can cuz I meditated before this, generally I don't think I can go again and snap into it like like bro. Like I'm fucked, bro. I'm telling you. <laughs> You're not fucked, bro. You're in a better You're position good. than I am. You're good. And that's what you should realize. What You're, does that even mean? You're in a go better chest position yourself. than I am. You have a steady flow of income waiting to 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 happen. And yet, you're, you're not. You might not be making will sit 10K. there and not and not. Dude, my mind fucks me, man. I overthink shit. Like I'm overthinking everything. Well, maybe I just need to All see. Think... Maybe I just need to see. Like, you're, maybe you need to just show me what's going on with with Sammy's posters. Show me like the you, it'll work. What do you mean? I won't ask for equity. I just want to see so I can get it. Can I understand it? Because you know I'm, everything that's happening, bro. You know everything that's happening. Maybe I'm an idiot, though. Maybe maybe I don't have the full picture. Because from what I'm thinking, is like if it was me, I would have made all the money, and I would have I would have grinded. I feel I feel like you would have too. Why is that the case? Why do I feel that way? Because I I think you're way more capable of me to make that money because I think you have more knowledge about it than I do. So that's true. Why would I think that I would be able to do it? Why would I have that 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 idea? 
I don't know. Maybe you just maybe you just want money more than me. Well, it's probably the case. Probably why. That kind of contradicts you, you, Andrew. Yeah, Hattie's right, bro. Like, what do you mean? Contradict anything? It doesn't contradict anything. It does because you're saying you want to be free. Because you had these high goals of of the system. I'm not criticizing you. I'm trying to. I'm trying to. I'm trying to get you like more clear-headed. Because I, I've been in the position where you have been. And I, I've, I've asked questions like that before. And I, I, I kind of understand, understand exactly what you're, what you're trying, to, trying to tell me. And what I'm trying to get you to infer on your own is, A, that you're not thinking clearly, and I think you're partially detached in this conversation. Two, what do you um, mean? I think, I think you're trying to find, you're trying to find an answer right now, and you shouldn't be finding an answer right now. Yeah, I'm trying to correct your thinking, though. I'm trying to, I'm trying to question your thinking. I'm trying to make you more self-aware. I never expected you to figure out any answers to anything I've said, but I wanted you to at least have a framework as to why you should ask, how, how, what kind of questions you should ask yourself. So, what I want to leave you with is that what i want to leave you with is that if you keep if you keep trying to do things that lead you in a good position inevitably you will be at a better position to decide what you actually want to do that is the case for literally everything in life if you put yourself in a better position, you will want to do that. So try to frame your thoughts and the way you manage your time into thinking, well, what is the best use case for my time right now? And don't rationalize it. Don't try to put any emotion into it. Whatever comes up, think about it and be like, okay, and trust yourself and go into that. If you think and you're sitting there at your desk and you're writing an email and you think, should I say yes or no to pay this $1,000 fee? If you think about it, maybe you were right not to make that money. But then you have to have the alternative. What are you going to do with the time you would have spent doing exactly that? Mm-hmm. And then follow your logic there. I think you can trust your conclusion. Yo, let me give you this example. Let me give you this example. All right. Probably like 40, 30 days ago, maximum, I actually had like a guy tell me yes sell my poster which they basically posted they posted a graphic art that they made on a like reddit stream for like it's just like a fan stream for like an artist right and then i said in the comments can i sell this on my store i'll give you commission so they knew exactly what it was and they said yeah i'm down for that and then I hit him up and said, I don't have the systems in place, but, but I will talk to you when I do. All right. So my thing at first was right away. My thing was like, oh, I need to do. I don't know why my head went here. Well, I partly do. But my thing at first was, oh, I need to do like a collection of these of this artist because I have none of them. And thus, I can't like niche market it. So what is just doing one going to do at all? 
So it's like, why would I do that? So then I was like, oh, well, I need, I need to do 30, which will like take me like a week or more to like collect up. And then I'm like, oh, well, I need a system to process the transactions, which at first I was like looking for like some automated system. Then I'm like, wait a minute, I can just do this on Excel and do them on PayPal. Anyways, here I am now having basically lost this connection and I'm building an app to do that automated. So the first thing I have to tell you is that maybe this, maybe this is why you've been so confused in making your decisions and you've been decisive. You, you literally said this to me, take your own advice and that when they, people do marketing, they just change the variables. They don't try to play any theory games because that's for theorists. Businessmen yeah. make real experiments, real-time variable changes. So you should have just tried something is what I'm saying. You didn't, you didn't have to make all those collections. Um, and as you said, you know, you're like, I don't know why your mind went there. I agree. I mean, you could have not even printed any posters and you could have just put them on a computer screen. Like, you'd be like, you could print this. But regardless, um, yo, like, you, you, you gotta ask no, yourself. let me give you an even better example. Let me give you an even better example. Sorry, what were we gonna say? You gotta ask yourself. Okay. So, like, even, even with that, like, like, was that, what, what was that? Was that, like, changing your decision whether or not to actually like, continue the business? Like, it's okay for you, for one, not to be able to have anything to show for with those systems. And then even more so, it's, it's equally fine for you to decide not to show his posters or if you just couldn't show your po his posters at your first live event. If that's what was changing your opinion, whatever. But when you make those decisions, right, it's like, like factor in, like, what, what's, what's the cost benefit of doing this? What's the cost benefit of doing anything? What is this value? Is this providing value for your time? You're making an app to do those things, okay, sure. But if your goal is to make money, your goal is to make better systems, for one, you could have easily, I think the, the, still the in-person sale easily could have set you up to have a better position to make your startup. So yeah. if you're thinking, okay, what am I going to spend this week on? You're going to spend this week probably learning how to build the app. And frankly, that's time you could have just spent next week doing, and you'd probably be in an equal position four months from now if you consistently worked on the app. You'd just be maybe a week behind. Yeah. On, con on the contrary, if you had done the week for the, for the in-person sale, you would not only be one, per one week behind, but also $10,000 ahead. And so the cost-benefit analysis to me there would think, it's probably good for me to do that. That's the kind of framework I would be thinking. That's literally what I would think. I'd be like, okay, I could spend a bunch of time right now. And that's why I've been gotten behind, right? Because it's like, I could spend all my time building Algo right now, or I could set up some skills for my, for, for whatever. And that's, that's, that's where I've had that, that indecisiveness because it's like, I could spend all my time building Algo right now, but maybe I need to learn how to do naive by Bayes classifiers. Maybe I need to learn probability and statistics. Maybe I need to learn how Y Combinator did their businesses. No, no, don't do any of that. Build, build Algo. Why haven't you done that yet? That's literally what I, that's literally what I was thinking. I was like, what the fuck? What, like, what, what, what? Be doing oh my God. All these things I could learn when I need to, but despite, you know, like being okay, like I could have learned 
X amount of probability and statistics. Sure, whatever. Or I could have done that later and then also had had algo ready in six months. Maybe I could have had algo ready today. I could have. And that's the thing. I could have. And that's why I'm so pissed. Because if I started when I said I would start in January, instead of getting sidetracked by all these side quests, I would have had it ready by now. I would have had a research paper ready by now. That's how easy it is if you just focus on one thing. So if you were focused on money, you focus on building these things, and you would realize how these things can join with each other, and how $10,000 with your poster business is still aligned with your poster startup that you're trying to make, that $10,000 would have come a lot of handy. And if you started when you said you would, maybe if you did in-person sales in January, you would also be even more money ahead, and you'd probably come to better conclusions on how to make a better startup because you would have more business experience with selling the posters and how to do those posters. So, and the thing is, like, I feel like these are things you already know. I don't think this is anything crazy to tell you. But it's good to have a reminder either way, as you mentioned. Yeah, I know so much, but I just don't act on it because... It's, it's, a, it's an emotional... I, I, have, I have no wills. No, I, I don't I'm think, just, I don't I'm think comfortable. it's comfortable. I'm comfortable. I'm comfortable. Yes, it's an emotional thing. So... Try to look past what that. do you mean? Uh, it's not. Is that's 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 a matter of will, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. it's emotional. Yo, I might have to pivot. I, I say I might have to pivot to something that's not money based, but I, I then do it. Make same, it at the same time. I, at the same time, I can't. I probably won't be able to get behind something else either. So, if you pivot, whatever you or, pivot, or knowledge, decide. I've been into knowledge for a while. Clearly. Whatever you decide to do, make sure that you, that you took the time to make that decision rationally, unbiased, unemotionally. You know what? This is something, it's crazy. Man, I'm just so wise. But I'm also such an... Uh, I think I predicted this. I think I predicted this. I, I remember this day. I was walking and I think I was complaining about something and I was pissed. And you said, you said to me, you were like, dude, just stop being emotional, man. And you said, you said, uh, the more emotional, the more emotional you are towards whatever you talk about in life, how you feel, the more emotional you will be in your decisions. And the immediate reaction I had to this was, he's probably right. But I also thought, what I thought was that I think you are having the same issue at that moment. As in like, I thought when you told me that not to be emotional, I had thought you were just better at hiding that you were emotional and that you've had the same thought. And that's why you were telling me not to be emotional. And I think this shines in right now. And maybe that's a, a hindrance to you. Now, I don't know if this is true, but this is just a theory. If you are very emotional inside, I, I don't think you are. Maybe you're just good at hiding it. But maybe you should be Maybe you're hiding it equally to yourself and you should be very confrontational with those emotions. Because while I was super emotional back then, I was very confrontational towards them and have become thus far a lot less emotional in everything I do. And that's because of what you... How do I find, how, how, how do I find the emotions? I don't know. Ask yourself the questions. Is this a very rational thing to do? Or is this based on emotion? If your reasoning is, I don't feel like it, or has anything to do with, this doesn't really feel like it, something. Like, if it's, if it's on 
feeling. It doesn't align. It doesn't align with some sort of identity. And that's a feeling. <laughs> that's a feeling. Yeah. If you say things yeah. like that that are subjective, then it is irrational. It is emotional. Yeah, it's irrational. And and, and irrational is not necessarily bad. But if you ever say something like it's, and that that's what it means—a feeling. If you say, "Oh, this is not with an identity," well, you can't define what an identity is. What your identity it's, is. Okay, so, it's emotional. Yeah, it's rational. Anything that's subjective is emotional. Anything that you yeah. conclude that is based on something that's not tangible, then it is emotional. And notice all the 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 conclusions that I derived when when talking about what I actually wanted to do was very pragmatic, but it had everything to do with something that was emotional, which is very interesting because the emotion was I don't want to die, but that's a very binary thing, alive or dead. How do I do that? Um, I catch the wave, I try to hold on, and I don't look back. And then it's like it's like okay, go into AI, try to establish yourself and get credibility, and get influence, try to make sure that you capture that wealth disparity and you get on the other side of the wall before it all cl closes up before all the doors close and then just work hard until you get there those are all like th that does nothing to do with even identity in fact i entirely molded my identity to form into whatever person it needed to be for me to get to that point i'm now apparently a, a programmer a coder before i was a medicine guy like what the fuck people still people still came up to me to this day like, someone who I haven't spoken to, like, 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 oh, I forgot who it was. I think it was Luca. But someone told me, they were like, oh, yeah, so how's your medicine doing? I'm like, oh, pff, pff, that's long gone. Yo, it's, and it's, it's crazy how I feel like I low-key, there must have, I don't know, I guess I talked to you too much that I probably just completely forgot it. Like, I feel like, okay, I, I feel like I never really put that label on you. But I guess there was a time, there must have mm. been. Honestly, I feel like I'm just so in, in my world that, relative to other people that like where, where other people like medicine is like a big thing because like like especially where we come from like it's like a, it's like a big thing like i'm I'm so in my like like it's a big thing not not necessarily for them but like it's like it's like the it's it's the career yeah that winners take whereas i was so in my world that i never even yeah no but you're right you're right I, I wanted to say that um oh actually i forgot what i wanted to say but yeah never mind just keep saying it i'll remember Bro, I was just, it's just crazy that someone came up to me and said, Oh, like, sorry, I was going to say that I was the thing I was about to say that it's crazy how I became so emotional. So sorry. I've always been emotional as fuck. It's crazy how my actions are so driven out of emotion now. Whereas there might have been a time where I was super pragmatic. Which is insane to me because you always came off as the most rational person I've ever met. And that rationality inspired me to be rational. Yeah. And now I'm rational. Yeah. That's yeah, crazy and... for you to say. And I don't believe it. But the thing <laughs> is, but, but the thing is, but the thing is, I said, it, I said um, that I, don't you remember me saying I swung? And like, I'm trying to, and like, I'm swinging back. But clearly I haven't swung back to the rational side. But anyways, none of that yeah. shit matters anyway. I don't know. I don't know why the fuck I just, that was fucking stupid of me to say. Uh, like, no, 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 no. I don't think it's stupid to say because I've had that those times where I, I like, you know, I've I've gone to a very like a period where I was thinking very emotionally, and that honestly, every time I've done that, it has always been a bad idea, <laughs> like every well, single yeah. time. So it's not stupid to say because you make dumb decisions when you're emotional. Like, it's not your fault. Like, well, I mean, whatever, how, however accountable you want to be, but regardless, like. Yeah.
And that's why I, 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 I tell you, I don't let my emotions affect my actions. Because, and maybe that's why you, you, that maybe but you that's do why, let your emotions affect your actions on some level. Because at some point you have to decide. But it's, it's that, it, it's, it's that game you have to play, right? Because at some point there's a gray line where it's like, is this rational or is this emotional? As in where I thought, I thought that playing all these zero sum games would give me more status, which it does in the short term. And that's a pragmatic thing to think that doing all these projects may be grant me more things but it's just the fact that the emotion behind it was that i felt like i wasn't good enough and i was searching for that that's where it was wrong so Yo, i have asked everything because i'm always concerned about that delay of like oh well now i have to think later about whether this aligns with my emotions rather than instantaneously like as in if i go full into something yeah that's just indecisiveness like, I always half-ass shit. Do you... Is it half-ass in the sense that you don't put enough effort or you're in one foot... One foot in somewhere and one foot in the other one? The other decision? Yo. Like, you're, 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 you're standing on the other side of the fence while also putting your head through the, through the wall. No, like, I'm constantly... I'm constantly on the path. I'm constantly on that kind of path towards being 100%. It, it's more a matter of, like, effort. It's like a velocity. Like, I, I, this occurred to me a few days ago when I was thinking about breakdance for the first time in a while. And, and do you know how when dancers come, go in, they'll, like, groove a little bit to, like, catch the beat? Yeah. Like, that's what I, like, that's, and I realized that's so dumb because you should be going right in, right? And the thing is, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> that's funny, right? That's funny, right? But the thing is, I realized that, that I, feel like, I didn't expect you to say that though. I feel it. Like, well, because, bro, crazy sh shit. Like, the other day, right when I was at my house, for the first time in a while, I was thinking about breakdancing. And I was watching, like, old videos of me breakdancing, like, a while back. And I was like, damn, like, I was really about that. Like, when I was, like, four, like 12, 13, 14, like, I was so about that. And, like, my first ever video, my first ever, like, dance battles, like, I would always just go in. And then more and more, I grew into that kind of. Now I say it, it's like a it's like a hasted habit. I don't know, maybe it's not of like dancers will like groove into it and sort of try to catch a vibe. It's like you're not catching shit, dog. You're catching an L. You're gonna lose. No. <laughs> so and it's like the same thing, and it's so fucking analogous. It's like the same thing. Like everything I do, I just like groove into it, and it's like I'm always like. That's a good reference. Like, almost, almost like hopping on that kind of full in wave, but it's like it's not happening. So it's you just, identify the problem, be. and I think you know the solution equally. Like I don't. Well, the solution is to be decisive, but I can't be decisive because then I forgo all these other options, and I'm scared. And uh... if you don't know what decision to make, just make a decision. If if the issue is that you don't know. You don't have the framework in your mind in place to make a decision. Then the best course of action is to just make enough decisions where you know which decision is wrong. So if you just start making decisions, then you'll know which decisions actually benefited you in the long run. Maybe twenty, like hindsight's twenty twenty, you'll see that the decision not to do the posters was a good idea. Starting your startup may be a genius idea. Maybe that was the game changer for you. Whatever it may be, as Dushan has prolifically said to me many times 
make sure whatever decision it is, make sure it's that the you right make it decision. Make it the right decision. Yes, so on that, he just said I that think... to me a few hours ago. <laughs> He's a G, bro. You know what I realized? I always like I always get so impressed by people who were like like every wise person. And then I realize that people just say the same things and that just keep working. And that's that's pretty much what I'm trying to tell you just now, which is like they have frameworks in the head that they know exactly what to say or what actually works and what people need to hear on average. So if you do more things, do more decisions, you'll realize on average what the best decision will be. I think I've just made a lot of decisions and I've I've pivoted a lot of my life trying to see what works and what doesn't. Like I, I've I've tried to I mean I, you have as well. So, you know, like I I expect you to be fine with this. I expect you to be literally on Monday, maybe Tuesday. Like it's gonna click on you and you're gonna be like completely fine. This is this is my theory. I think by the end of the week, by Wednesday, you're gonna call me. You're gonna be like, yeah, shit just went so good. Something good's gonna happen to you, bro. I'm manifesting it for you. But I think like something's gonna hit you, you'd be like, yo, I don't know what I was saying last week, but I'm good. And I'd be like, yeah. Yeah, that was that was so that was the bullshit, bro. I don't know Just what be I'm optimistic. <laughs> I was tripping. Bro. That's happened to me too, bro. Like I, I would say some shit, I'd be like, bruh. It's crazy because every single time it's crazy because every too. single time I come back to university, I have a mental breakdown, right? And that was just happening like mm. before this call. And by the way, bro, after that I was meditating and yo, I was actually you don't understand, bro. I was levitating, bro. That was some fucked up ass shit. Like my body was like like getting stretched out, dude. You don't get it, dog. No, Jerry, you don't understand. You definitely bro. would not get it. I was. So where was, was the wisdom, bro? What happened? Huh? Where was the wisdom? Dude, I didn't get any wisdom. I was just trying to calm the fuck down, and I was like, shit. No, because like when I started, I'm like, yo, there's no way I'm gonna get anything out of this good out of the session, because like I'm not about to like. I'm not about to stop thinking about what I'm thinking about, right? And then I'm just that's, doing it. I'm there for like this is just good, not right? a real person. And then unexpectedly, bro, my body starts like this. Is this first, really bro, my, a real like, person? Like, right I don't there. know why, bro. It just happened. Top I was just getting squished at first. Is this really a real I was person? Like, what the fuck? This is funny. And then, just out of nowhere, my body was like, Whoa. like stretching itself out. Anyways, I know it, that's it, not a real it, person. It makes no sense when I say it, but. No, I see you, bro. I'm I, just saying that happened, bro. I'm just saying that happened. These guys just tripping balls, man. I'm just saying that I was tripping, bro. <laughs> yeah, bro. Nah. Like, <laughs> I've, had, I've had moments as well. Like, like I literally... I, so many times where we've spoken and I've yeah. had an issue. And then you tell me something. And I, I'd be like, I don't even get what he's saying. Middle of the week, something would hit me. I'd be like, ah, oh, I'm such an idiot. And then I'd call you. I'd be like, bro, I'm, I was such an idiot. I think that happened literally idiot. two pods ago. Literally two pods ago, I called you in the middle of the week. I'm like, I'm such an idiot. And <laughs> lo and behold, you know, it worked out well. So oh my God. I want to get on this. Um, I want to I wanna now pick your brain and talk okay. about this shit. Actually, first of all, mm-hmm. let's talk about our actual goals. Let's just remind ourselves what happened yes, this week. Yes, yes. Um, for me, I didn't do shit. To be honest, my me goals either. were to... Yeah, I didn't do shit yeah, my goal is to set up a post for Cognify. Um, my goal was to start on Algo. And my goal was to finish every single, like, thing that I needed to get accomplished in this in the next, like, four weeks. I didn't that do a well. single, single thing. Nothing. Nada. I got sick. That's not an excuse. Actually, yeah. one day would have been excused. Because I was, like, actually dead for one day. Another day, I spent the whole day with Cal. So I had, I had five days to do shit. I spent 
like two of them in total of actually doing anything of substance. Saturday, which was yesterday, um, I was dead. It was no, it was Friday that I actually did um, quite a bit of work regards to um, my re research project. That was the only thing I did. And then like tonight, I um, I was working on uh, like I was doing some more research for that. And I was also finishing up another project, but I, everything else I did not do. I was super disappointed in myself and which is good, though, because I will not make this mistake this week. And this week is still a burner week for me. So I still have ample time to do everything I wanted to do that I did last week. And that's going to be my goal for this week, just to do everything that I didn't do last week. I'm just trying to get ahead of my classes so I have time to do the things I actually care about. So what about you, Andrew? What were your goals? Yeah, so my goals last week were to create an in-person poster sale. Weirdest bag fumble of my entire life. Yo, hopefully this will go down as the weirdest thing I've ever done. Hopefully it will go down as the best decision you made. Not, not the best this decision, is the moment but of all time. Like the the weirdest one, right? Maybe. I don't maybe. think it, can be, it it was probably the wrong decision. No, but I'm saying like, you can just laugh about it and be like, haha, remember that dumbass? He was broke as fuck. <laughs> yo, yeah, you're probably gonna yeah, say yeah. it on a podcast one day. Like, yo, I, I, there's one day where I could have made ten thousand dollars, and I literally just said no. <laughs> You're gonna say that to like 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 Lex Friedman, bro, or Joe Rogan. You'd be like, I when I was young, I could have been Joe, Joe Rogan would just laugh his ass off like a high motherfucker. No, dead ass, you could be so top G when you say it too. You'd be like, I was so like I was so woke that like ten thousand dollars meant nothing to me. I, I was yeah, that's, basically, that's basically what I'm saying now, but you guys are mean me for it. I mean, fair enough, there's no money in my bank account, but anyways. <laughs> anyways, guys. <laughs> so um so yeah. That didn't happen. I think I canceled it by like Wednesday. Third, yeah. I I recounted the finances. Yo, I was. Yeah, it was fear mixed with poor planning. Um and. Yeah, I don't I don't completely have the answers, and that kind of goes into my goal for this week, my my first one, which will be done by tonight, which I'll get into. Um, my other goals were to do all of my schoolwork. I didn't touch it until the second I got, yo, one hour within me. Actually, no, the minute I got on the train, I think within like half an hour, bro, I was completely locked into my schoolwork. And this is just such an interesting thing. Like, as I said, the routine of me going back to Kitchener is the exact same thing. I get super excited because for some reason in my head, I'm like, oh, I feel like I feel like I'm hopping on a plane to go to California. Like literally, I'll be on the train, right? And I see all the snow. I mean, I'm like, oh, cool, we're driving away. And then like four hours later, I look around and I still see snow. And like, I generally got so depressed because I'm like, yo, I fucking lied to myself, bro. <laughs> thing is, at, at the Ottawa train station, I knew that I was not going anywhere sunny. But I don't know what it was. There's something about traveling, you know. It just gives you, it just puts you in your feels. I love traveling. So yeah, the second that I hopped on the train, like uh... I was locked into the schoolwork and it hit me. But while I was in Ottawa, basically what happened, it was just like a slow de-escalation. At first, I was locked. Then my dad was like, oh, like, let's watch a movie, right? And like, obviously, in my head, I'm like, well, I care about spending time with my family more than I care about money. So here I am. But one thing leads to another. And then even the times that aren't spent with family are spent like either, you know, with friends or just like sleeping and 
spent so a lot of time together this week. Yeah, we did. Um, my my last goal was, was worth, to though. finish the app. Again, I didn't touch it. Um, that was like a fat L. Generally, generally this week was just a big a big fumble, and. It's crazy though I, that we fumbled, I, and it was the most free time we had. Well, that, that's part of why it was such a big fumble. Like, I think, what, but what what did we do instead, bro? Like, I was like watching YouTube. I I slept I slept till till twelve every day. Basically. Oh yeah, same. I good ass. Yeah, yeah. I, for me yes. though, I don't think that's an L, bro. I've had consistently like three to four hours of sleep every night. You kind of need just... to catch up on sleep. Yeah, yeah bro. I mean. I mean... I mean, I just for just for the sick. sake of yourself. Look, look. I mean, I'm getting sick, bro. What? I don't know. I don't. I don't know. What to say like, obviously, I'm still idling between between goals, so I can't. I can't fully hold myself accountable because it just doesn't click in my brain. Like, there's all there. There feels like there's always room to fail. I like. I'm always comfortable. What? what are you talking about? Are you Are you saying you don't have goals for next week? Don't lie to yourself. You have a goal. Oh, for next week, yeah, but it's like, I don't know, like, I just push back deadlines, like, okay, I'll go to Ottawa next year. Fuck, do I'll eat myself in the winter. Do It'll not. just continue no. over and over and over and no. over and over again. What reason do you have to come to Ottawa, bro? I'm just being real with myself, John, like, I know how this shit works, bro. I've seen habits play out. I am a habit machine. Everything that I do just happens over and over and over and over again. I will be here in the winter next year. And I'll say, fuck, I'm such a dumbass. What are you talking about? What the fuck are you going to do here, bro? Cry. <laughs> You're punishing yourself for shit that hasn't happened yet? You're not bro, coming to Ottawa. Do not Ottawa's... come back. I will not speak to you on campus if you come here. You will be like, hey, John, how are you doing, man? And I'll be like. And you'll be like, oh, my God, why is he talking to me? I'll be like. I'm sorry, my friend is in Laurier right now. He's studying. He's grinding right now. Do not come back to Ottawa, bro. You will... If you think that you're indecisive and you hate yourself right now, you will hate yourself if you come back to Ottawa. Bro, I can't, like... I can't describe it to you, Andrew. I hate it here. I hate it here so much. Really, oh it's bad. Ottawa's a good Dude, city. Dude, it's... Bro, it's so cold. Even minor changes to degrees. It is, it is. so bad. No, 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 that's the thing. It nah, is, but it's it worse than that. Reminding yourself every day that you are left behind. Everybody's out yeah. doing their own shit is the worst feeling, bro. I feel left behind, bro. Because all the computer scientists, all the machine learning people, everybody's into that, are either at the Shopify like dev degree program, which, fuck, I wish I applied to, are at Waterloo, or literally, like... Anywhere else, Toronto, McGill, and I'm not at any of those because I Stanford. just. Stanford. I bro, I was I was taking the SATs just to go to like any of the schools in the states, let alone Stanford. I didn't even know Stanford was a thing. It's it's the, bro. I was talking about this with Raga, but like I can't tell you, bro. Like the pain of reminding yourself, and it's not because Ottawa was a bad school. Ottawa was actually a great school. I actually really like it here. It's really good. But the fact that I'm still in Ottawa is just 
It just hurts, bro. It just hurts. Why? Do you hate the city so much? Are you one of those it's not people that, that hate on Benway? I, I love the city, actually. Ottawa's a great city. Good. It's a great place. Good. But it's like, you know, when you've been here your whole life, you get reminded of all the flaws. And then especially in the same case, when you're watching people come back. That's the worst. Because everybody's coming back with their own stories. Their own dorm life stories. Their own parties they went to. And you get constantly reminded of that. You're like, oh my god. Lame. Like, these people are having fun, and they're doing good in school. Lame. What do I have to say, bro? Cap. Cap. I it is a cap, cap, bro. But it is a cap, but that feeling is amplified. No, I'm saying, I'm saying cap to Hattie, bro. Oh, what are you saying? And Hattie said lame. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, I, I agree with you, John. Um, and, yo, I feel bad. Because the thing is, the th- I didn't actually step outside that day when you came to my house. And then we told you to walk. And then I stepped outside and I was like, what the fuck? It's so fucked, bro. It was so fucked. I don't, it was so fucked. And you were sick. So That's horrible, bro. And I was so feverish that I did not notice the cold. I'm not going to lie to you, bro. It was, bro, it was so fucked. And then I came to Kitchener six hours later. It was like day when you came. And... It was fine. Like, I had to wear a coat and shit, of course. And, like, my, my hands are still, like, cracking up a little bit. But, like, nonetheless, like, it's fine. Like, it's no biggie. It was Damn, y'all are getting sensitive to the cold Dude, it was, now. Like 20, it was, like, negative 25, feels like, that day. It was negative 15 degrees. But I was scared I was going to get frostbite. Like, I literally I literally looked up what's the range for frostbite. It's, it like, negative so 15 bad. and up. But, yo, like, so that's the thing, bro. All these little things that honestly don't thing matter. thing is, y'all, we were all used to it way back. Now now that's that climate saying. change occurred, now we're just so sensitive. And it feels I me, think too. It's just, because, it's just because it's those feelings are amplified of discomfort when you realize people are living, quote-unquote, better lives. It's all a comparison. You also, yeah, you pick up the cycles of it, too. Like you, like, you know what it's like when it's hot. Yeah. Facts. You know so how you like, feel. You know what when I'm you feel so, when you yeah. feel that envy, bro. When you have envy, for one, it's a really. I think envy is a really great driver. Just be glad you're not living in Winnipeg. That's all I'm gonna say. I am very glad I'm not living in Winnipeg, but I also would be equally glad if I was living anywhere else but Ottawa. And that's just because I've been here my whole life. Like I just right. wanted to change the scenery, and people are getting that experience. And I feel like, I, like I Europe. just always, I'm like I'm a dreamer, bro. Move to Europe. So, don't come back to Ottawa, bro. Whatever you fucking do, do not come back. You will not enjoy it here. You will not. What what, what makes you think that you... Why do you even want to come back, bro? That makes no sense. You're in a business degree. I don't want to come back. I'm just being realistic. For what? What's going to stop you from staying in Laurier? Oh, I can stay in Laurier, sure. But, like, I don't really... See the, no, I'd, not, not I'd stay, stay in Laurier, Laurier if I were you, Andrew. Oh, Damn. thanks, Hattie. Great school. I don't see you here, bud. Yo, don't say that. He'll come, I'm bro. Grinding, I'm grinding here. Hattie will, we'll meet, Hattie we'll, will find we'll, you. We'll meet again someday. Hattie, what are you talking about? I stay in Laurier. You're literally in a business program at fucking Ottawa U. What are you talking about? I'm at Carleton, buddy. At Carleton. And you're telling me you would stay in Laurier. That doesn't make any sense. Should. Wolf of Laurier like is most, just like a better university, no? I'm telling you that. I don't go and to it subjectively costs ten thousand dollars a year to live here. Are you are you financially stable? Are you working towards that? No, bro. What the fuck are you talking about? Why not? That's not the point. 
What is the I point? think it has been the point of the whole time, though. Realistically. Yes, that's the point of this whole conversation as well. Anyways, Hattie. Anyways. Oh, yeah. What? My goals for this week. Yeah. Um, oh, number God, number one. Keep number going, keep going. Is tonight, I knew that I was going to anyways, is to figure out what I will continue to work towards till the end of the year. Um, and number, and, you know, most likely, based on that conversation, um, number two is I have I have some schoolwork allocated every day. I mean, that's just been allocated, scattered throughout my calendar. But I'm also creating um, templates to do consistent Instagram posts. I'm talking like, I'm talking like 10 per day. And this goes into one thing that I have learned is like, just like planning, 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 planning. I never plan enough. John's writing down my goals. I never, <laughs> I never plan enough. Um, and, and that's part of why I failed. So like, for example, I've been, I've every, I've, it's been weeks since actually the first week that I came to Laurier after the winter break, 50, like seven fucking days ago, I literally said, I was literally on the bus as I was going to Waterloo still back then I was like planning out how, you know, this week I'm going to start with five posts a day and then I'm going to do 10 and I'm going to do 15. Right. And it still hasn't happened due to lack of planning of how exactly I will do it. So I'm increasingly getting there. Um, I have templates set up and this week I'm continuing to work on those templates. So we'll see that might, that might converge to like three or four of just these like easy flicker posts a day, but I'm also building up the templates along the way. Um, and, Basically, once I have those templates, I'll increasingly, like, basically by the end of this week, I'll have 10 times 7 posts ready to do for next week. So I'll, I'll literally have them prepared in advance, 10, time, 10 times 7 posts, like 10 per day for, for the week coming. So I'm going to create all those at the end of this week, but then along the week away, I'm going to be making posts. And, and you'll, you'll see that play out on Sunday. I'll explain it more. But yeah, like I'm going to have just like 70 simple Flickr posts. Um, ready to be posted throughout next week. Super mm-hmm. simple. They're just like they're just like niche, and um, yeah, like I'm gonna continue to execute those. I am worried about the fact that my TikTok account is then pointing into a lot of different directions niche-wise, um, which I think doesn't play friendly with the algorithm based on what I was talking about with Duchenne. So that's that's why I'm continuing as well to Xcode my app. Um, let's call it like, I don't know, like 40%, 50% of, of the business. So it's not like taking over, but it, it, it is, it is my kind of last hope to make this a, a big thing because I need to have individual accounts be niched. And so, um, that's why I'm continuing to develop um, my Xcode project. And, um, yeah, that's about it on, on the business front. I'm also going to post a, like a Kijiji thing so that I, I'm like printing stuff in Kitchener so that if anybody wants to. Um, so that people who need like prints just done like locally, like I'm just like a local print shop now as well like that. So yeah, like generally my black and white thing is like, if my printer is not running, that's, that's lost profit. Like even if it's like a 50 cents, um, made, even if it's like $1 and 50 cents on the dollar made, like if my printer is not running, then I could have been making money. Um, and, uh, yeah, also just like a few personal things, like update my passport and shit. Um, yeah. Is your passport? Yeah, like, my passport is, like, 
my passport was out of like ran out on like February 15th and now I have to upgrade to an adult passport because I'm an adult oh shit is that the case yeah yeah watch out for that yeah thank you for reminding me that bro okay yeah um, yeah, you better be able to get into lay. All right, bro. I can't wait to see what happens when you got on Sunday. All those, all those TikTok posts. Anyways, yeah, bro. Hattie, how are your goals, bro? What'd you do? Um, well, as as we've all admitted, uh, just about a few minutes ago or something, uh, we've all really accomplished nothing. But my goals, um, were to um, uh, possibly start a getting ahead with a bit of my schoolwork so that I don't have a lot to cram in this week as I go in. Uh, and second was to actually, what was that? What was that? Oh, yeah. Uh, make my business resume. And uh, as you know, I've achieved net zeros, but that is something I do look down upon. However... I I am looking a little optimistic because I'm I'm set to swiftly move into the environment that I'm emerging into back in where I was you know at home throughout this past week, but I feel like I'm gonna be able to make a smooth merge into the learning environment which I'm where I want to be, uh where my brain should be, hundred percent of the time or most of the time. 99.9 and uh yeah i feel like this week i i even though that this past week has been very unproductive um because i thought of it as a break uh this week though i'm op i am optimistic that i will i'll be able to get back into the swing of things i'll be able to probably produce maybe a little more value than what was intended originally maybe but that yeah. just comes to how you wanna how you wanna just get get back in, and you got you just gotta kind of gotta you you just you gotta like kind of prepare for the transition like uh, yo you know nah you're so right Hattie and it brings up an interesting point this is what I this is like this is also on what Andrew was talking about with systems and it's actually interesting because I've made so many systems for myself to manage my time. Like I've made a lot of systems to do my work. Not a single one has worked. Mm -hmm. But all the things that like remain constant, like everything that like continues to to remain in my whatever I organize is like like I didn't realize this. I only realize this now. It's always been a question of like okay, so where did it all go wrong? What is the only thing that I need to change? And I remind myself like literally I think I don't, this is just me, but the biggest, the biggest reason that I don't get any work done is because I am too cold and not cold in the sense of like, 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 you know, like, like frostbite, whatever, but like, I'm slightly uncomfortable enough where I think my bed is the best option for me to stay warm. And so I go into bed and I just stay there. Literally, I think like nine times out of 10 points where I don't do work is because I'm uncomfortable and I'm just too cold. Yeah, that's such just an auto thing. I had that too. Really, really? It's real is it really an auto thing? Well, no, but it's 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 such a real thing because 
actually remember when I was in grade 10 and I was trying to grind math and my desk was in the basement and it was going all fine until like the winter came and the basement gets really cold and I would always do it in the morning. And it's like after that, I completely fell off mm. because I mm. couldn't go there and because I could not work in the cold. But bro, just thinking about that, like... Sounds a little absurd you know, at first, but then when, when it comes to like, when you really think about it, I, I, get, about I get where it comes though. Missing these goals. It's like, what the fuck? John, really, it's, it, I think really, it's like what the fuck, like like there just should no be no reason, you know. Yeah. Like, that's why I'm saying that simple, I don't have the I've... answers for myself because it's like, and that's why I'm saying that I don't trust myself to not end up back in Ottawa next year because it's like, bro, these problems have been problems since days, days, and that's why I'm saying I'm just being real with myself. Like I pick up these habits. And I'm trying to find answers. I'm trying to find solutions. And hopefully I'll think of something tonight after this call. But it's like, you know, I'm just being real. Like, like this, this is, this is the pain. This is, this is what I was thinking. Like, like this is the growing pain that's happening during the year. And it's only happening because I induced it by, by trying to achieve this goal. So fair enough, that is happening. But, you know, here it is. Like, I made a decision to try to do something unconventional. And here I am now questioning myself. And, I mean, shit. What else is there to do but figure the fuck out? Just like competing, just like making a one-person business, just making becoming a CEO of anything, taking responsibility for yourself, it exposes everything about you that you may not yeah. want to confront. So, yeah. anyways, Hattie, you had something to say? Yeah. Uh, do you, John? I think a simple fix to your um, uh, cold issue. Uh, I think, yeah. Again, like in your room, you, all you want to do is find the war. You just want to find the warmer place, and there isn't much except your bed, right? Not a very productive environment, isn't it? Well, I have a great idea. How about? Going to school right right that's like that was that was my conclusion i i started going to school actually was more productive um yeah. you're so right like i i, I did more it's work at school but then it's just like oh well i want water sometimes i get hungry my mom made some food maybe i should go home and that, that's also an issue right because i'm uncomfortable you know like food wise and it's not the fact that i need food it's just that I'm usually there until like maybe six or seven. And that's when I get starving. Like I start starving. Yeah, so then I just go home. And also around 10 o'clock is when I... No, it's an excuse. It's not fair enough. It's stupid for me to do that. Um, regardless of any situation though, as I said before, well, you if you can't allow yourself... Buy yourself something any, to eat. Like... Right? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to spend money. But like... But regardless, even a few bucks will just keep you filled for a few hours. Yeah, of course, of course, of course. Um, but regardless... It's like if you can't align yourself in any environment, in this environment, then you're not you're not gonna align yourself in the other environment. And so what I've been doing aligning yourself in official, aligning yourself um, in one me. environment would help would help you to uh, like a jump start to align yourself in other environments. That, That's what that one saying. that I, one start will help you in other places. Is what I exactly. think. Exactly. So I, I need I've, to be 
Yeah, go ahead. You're right, you're right. I need to be in that position where I do that. And my solution to that, which has been so good, um, is to work out. Because, like, I think it's because I have a low body fat percentage or I'm just, like, pretty skinny. Like, I'm pretty lean. So, like, the heat just radiates off of me. Like, if I'm not, like, and maybe I just have blood. I think I also have, like, poor circulation as well sometimes. So I get, like, really cold really fast. And as a result, like, also I sweat profusely, even in the cold. So that's way worse as well because I just get super cold. So... Yeah, I what I do in instead is that I just work out like that has been the best solution. That has actually been the end all be all because it gives me all necessary like endorphins and the mental state for me to actually continue my work. Like if I'm just feeling like so, so tired, yeah. I just get up and I practice like handstand pushups for like like 10 seconds. And that's literally all I need. But it's realizing shit like that. Where it's just like, and that's why I always have the question, like, fuck, what am I missing? Because it's always like those little things that compound and end up affecting my my output at an incredible scale. So, yeah, bro, building systems has just been for me just realizing all the small things that need to be taken care of and put into account. And once you account for all the variables, then you're able to scale yourself at such a such an efficient pace. Sure. So. Sure. Yeah, you. I mean, I think I should incorporate more um, building better systems for myself. But you know what? Like my habits have been gotten so much better anyway because I've been iterating so much. But yeah, it, I think I'm trying to write my notion and be more consistent with it. I so. can say the same. I can say the same thing. Like I've, I'm feeling. I, I feel. I feel more like considerably organized now that I just kind of like put my mind to it. I I focus on one kind of one thing in general. And then, so yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so now let's talk about what I've wanted to talk about this whole damn day. So I have been so when I got I got reminded of that feeling of why I wanted to go into AI, and I think I need to be reminded more. So I want to pick your boys' brains. I'm so terrified, and I'm so excited for what's gonna come in AI. But here's the thing, okay? So this is this was super interesting. Life 3.0 talked about it so fluently and i absolutely recommend you guys watch it life 3.0 um i actually like i got it on libgen so you probably could find it there or you could buy it support the author i mean i was too broke when i started reading it so but regardless it basically outlined like how ai affected the the entire world and and the thing is like so many futurists are incredibly bombastic with the outcomes of what ai will have on society like they're always saying like Oh, it's going to change all these things super quickly and fast. And I've always thought like, no, in reality, it's probably going to do something much simpler. And it does. In reality, we observe that it's like generative AI. Like people thought, oh, AI is going to start off replacing doctors immediately. What you see right now is they're like, you know, they're like, hee hee, text generation, go burr. You know, like that's what we see right now. And the, the fact of the matter is, is that that's what's going to be the reality for the vast majority of AI right now. But that doesn't mean it's not insane because the next step is like, okay, how can we make more money using AI? And so this goes back to the question that I asked way long ago when we had that big discussion talking about like, how can we capitalize on the wave? But it's the original discussion. Exactly. The original discussion. But it's more like now it's more of the question of like, like, I know, I, I kind of know how to get onto the wave. Like I have an idea. I mean, the only way we'll know more is if I actually play into the idea. 
But now it's the question of like, what's going to actually happen when it happens? I hadn't, I haven't thought further past that. Like not once. What the fuck happens when the shit's here, bro? Not like AGI, but like when that, when it, when that, when that wealth disparity finally closes up, when the generational wealth is not happening. Like what happens after that seven year mark? Like, like I just, I really, I really need to consider what those steps are before it's like before AGI, but long past AI has made moves in the market. Like, like what's going to happen to alignment with AI, but also like with intelligence generation as a whole, because I don't think we're really ready with that. And so the example I give to you for you to help um, analyze this question is so I was doing my my test, I mean, my assignment for one of my classes, and I very well could have used ChatGPT to do the entire thing, the entire thing. And I had a dilemma. I was like, well, it's kind of due in like a few days. I don't want to do it. It takes so much time. It took like an hour, two hours. I was like, ah, I don't want to do it. I could get them to do it in a few seconds, whatever. I ended up doing it on my own. But it was interesting to me that I even had that question because it's like, well, this is quote unquote immoral. But then it's like, well, I could have gone about it and been more, more proficient in using AI tools. And so it's the question of like, well, is the future going to entail people utilizing AI or is it going to be the, the smartest people come out on top? Like what's, what's the gradient of human <laughs> intelligence and what's the, what's the actual real output that gets produced and how does it get produced? Who are the winners in seven years? Who are the winners? Exactly who are they? Like, what do they do? How do they leverage their things? Like, how is a person, how's a consumer going to look like, you know? Like, how are the winners going to be? And not like the regular consumer. Like, how are, like, the creators? How are people like us going to look like in seven years? Mm. Because we're going to be creating the platforms for them to use. So we need to understand what our target audience will be. But not even in that frame. Like, that's just an idea of why I'm looking at it. But it's also just like curiosity, like who? Well, for one, I sorry, I'm not sure if this is a hundred percent like uh at at the level of the kind of greatness of the question, but just generally like the creators of the AI will always move to the biggest bidder, right? As in, will we help the artist or the record label? Mm. But like, but even still with the record label, that's that's a very interesting point. And I think we should- You're saying even still, and I was, and I was expecting that as in like, there's there's much much more to this like it's not it's not really getting to some yeah, sort of broader who, route who is who is running the companies that are exactly. doing these record labels and why would yeah. they buy from us but even like like try to remove yourself from the frame of of actual like the actual business implications let's talk about it on a very personal level 
what are the experiences of people going to look like as the AI progresses? Like, like how is the schools going to even look like? If everybody's already using ChatGPT and it gets better, better at like being better than than regular essay writers, how the fuck are the schools going to adapt to it? But how are the students themselves going to look like it? Like, how are they going to process new information? How are the... How are the new wave of employees going to be using this technology? Like, are we all going to be using AI tools? Is it going to be like a narrator thing? Like, who are the people? What are the people doing when we're at this stage? Like, how do they look like? What do they do? That's the question I'm asking. I don't want to be naive in saying that the schools will stay the same since they'll keep up with cheating and all that. As in, I don't want to be naive in saying that regulations will keep up with pace of innovation but like for example you're talking about careers and it's like one thing that occurs to me is well on one hand increasingly anything that can be done by ai will be sourced to ai as in like any kind of human who does one thing sorry like any any kind of human who does one thing will just use ai more and more but or like be instructed by their boss to do that but on the other hand it's like i think well let's look at for example like doctors will they regulate that in order to try to protect themselves like on a union basis but also think about let's talk about lawyers right how long will they avoid using it just because of the the um the chance of making a mistake but it's like i, I don't know i continue to look at it on such a business basis like to me the lawyers will continue to use their own brains until the kind of cost of the human capital as in the wage versus the kind of um versus how good the output is will will dictate it like for example if there's like a 90 percent chance that the human will do a better job than the ai then at that point we'll continue to employ the human but at some point the chances that the ai will do a better job or as good of a job will like balance out with the cost but again it just feels like like, I don't feel like I'm grasping how, how broad this gets. Yo, but like, that's, that's the, I think that's the, so the, those are the two things I want to speculate. It's like, sorry, I'm, bro, my stomach is hurting so much. I need to get, I need to get some, okay. some food in me, bro. But, um, that's the, that's the question I'm trying to ask, right? It's like, it, so it's like, what happens, how, what, what happens to the people after that point? And, who are the people right up to that point? You know, it's like we talked about before on the like the first episode, unfortunately, which is not <laughs> has no audio. But we said like we can be ready up until the very second, the very second. But before after that, we won't be ready. So it's like for one, what happens after that? But who yeah. are the people right up to that second? Who are the people trying to do that stuff? <coughs> because those people will have been very experienced with AI. They have used it for seven plus years, starting now. So they'd have been very prolific in, in getting better tools. A lot of platforms will have come in. Algo will be out. Like, how are those people going to leverage AI? And how is it going to play out in everyday, today life? Like, I don't think we truly grasp how pivotal AI is about to be. And it's not open AI. I mean, it could be. But like right now, it's not going to be chat GPT. It's going to be general agents that are going to be super crazy. It's going to be task managers, automation, and whatnot that are going to be so crazy for businesses. And it's going to be a bunch of, um, a bunch of like, like, 
I guess I want to say like optimizers that just remove error margins from all these people people's lives. How are these how are these things going to be leveraged in our society? Like I don't think we're ready. Like we really aren't ready. Like OpenAI is probably doing investments right now. Like the Omega team. They're probably doing that and nobody knows, but their team probably is already working on that and it's making them a lot of money. And we're we're out here not doing that, which is insane to me. So like what what's what is it what's what's next like how are these people going to look like and furthermore what do i need to do so i can stay ahead of the game i think um <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah you got some what no what 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 you know, give us some guidance, bro. Okay, let me, let me, so let me say, okay. So let's, let's, let's lay out the timeline, right? So in seven years, okay, let's say seven years is still the, the, the timeline. God damn it. Um, bro, is there no more peanut butter? This is actually a travesty. Um, L. so in like 20, let's say like, like 2020, 2025, okay. So ChatGPT has been out for like maybe maybe like two, two years. years now. So in this case, in this scenario, like the new thing will be uploaded. It will be so good where it can like it can write pretty much anything you want. It's connected to the internet now. So it can predict pretty much anything. It replaces search engines. Absolutely. It supercharges everybody's querying. You can get pretty much any answer you want. All the information's there. Um, furthermore, new tools have come out where people can pretty much say one thing and have literally their entire like like their entire app be made. I think that's coming yeah. very soon. An entire full stack app. That's going to be new yeah. in like 2025, 2026. Possibilities for that will be there. Coding will be accelerated. People being able to experiment will be accelerated. People like generative movies will have come out by now. People will be able to make that. The first generative movie probably will be out by 2025. Um, first generated video game, 2025, 2026. Um, and that's just in two years. In two years. I think about years, the battle. Think about the battle between the owners of like public publish uh, between publishers and AIs who want to publish. Like for example, Netflix says, "Oh great, we can generate movies now," and it's it, it to the consumer it seems natural because at first the generative movies are dog shit. Well, they are now. And then eventually they become more normal. And that's when Netflix picks it up low key and Netflix releases sucks. an actually high quality professional, you know, triple A generative title. And you can't tell the difference except for the fact that um, they admit it to you. Except for the fact that but, there's one but, person in the credits and it's Sam Altman. Right. right. Um, but, <laughs> but at what point does, but then it's like, it's almost like, Will we just see this continuous cycle of K 
kings being, um, you know, dethroned, and then it's just convergence. As in, well, then, you know, the let's say, let's just imagine kind of like the human owner manager of Netflix gets dethroned by an <coughs> excuse me an AI deployed by a human on a thank you on a higher platform with the point of just creating profits and it happens to create um a new and better a new and better um uh like movie publisher which makes me think it'll be interesting because a lot probably most companies will fuck up the same way that gary v likes to talk about how companies fuck up on marketing because they're dinosaurs and scared with social media is that probably most managers will fuck up by underutilizing AI because they're scared, which is actually crazy because even today I was listening to Gary Vee always talks about how like um, he talks to like entrepreneurs and they'll be like scared to hire people because the people that they hire might fuck up. So they don't scale their business. Managers scared that the AI will fuck up might also make a mistake. That's interesting. As oh. in, it's not even about the convergence. It's just that you will see companies get dethroned because of because they're not taking advantage of AI. And I think I think you know the sentiment. It's this crazy sentiment of, gosh, these companies are not staying ahead with social media marketing. Just take that to the extreme. Companies who have, well, you you just said this right. We are all not there. But yeah, again, I'm not. We're not getting to the specifics. I'm just painting a picture of the convergence as a basically bloodbath of people just getting dethroned, 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 dethroned until it just all converges. No, I think I think you're absolutely right. It's and, it's just a slow it's just a slow but then increasingly faster and faster and faster um, battle to everyone's demise. So in terms of specific, it's just the individual people. Like the higher you are on, on a platform level, the farther you are away from being like from all of your leverage being kind of washed away. But but the more the closer and closer it gets to like your level on the food chain, the faster and faster it goes. Obviously. No, I think no, that's actually really important. Because what you're outlining is that that the the data is so there's so much data, and what you're outlining is that there's going to be a lot of competition for the long while, and I actually agree. I think there's not going to be like a set monopoly on this for a long time because being able to create and uh, actually establish really powerful models is easier, and it becomes easier and easier. It's gonna it's literally gonna become it it people compare it. To the mobile, it's completely different because it's much powerful, much more powerful. Because because it's not a hardware aspect anymore. Whereas, like the gatekeep for these things was is akin to like you know like thousands of dollars in in like funding, and you have to have good factories and good systems to have physical things. In this case, it's it's literally like Web two, where it was like the internet just spawned minimal cost to provide something this valuable. And then it's the same token. Startups. You see that right now. Startups valued like billion dollars more. All AI unicorns are literally like 
very minimal cost startup because it just takes one software engineer to understand what they're doing to actually provide incredible amounts of value. And I think people also speaking about this with the single creator economy, where we see more and more, um, more and more people who are able to provide 10x value with less amount of like allocation to delegates. Like you can be a one person business now. It's much more feasible. And I think that's going to be more and more true as we go along, but moreover, because that's the case, it's going to be like the internet where not a lot of, like it took like maybe like, I'd say it took like maybe five, 10 years for like genuine monopolies to be fully established. Like Yahoo was still, um, Yahoo was still a thing until like 20, 2014. You know, like these, a lot of companies are still very big. And we didn't see like genuine like monopolies occur until like, I think, I feel like the good point to like the good, a good transition was when like YouTube got, was acquired by Google. I think that was in like 20, 2015, 2016. It was, it was not that far along though. And I think it's going to be like that. And I think equally in seven years. So while, and maybe it'll be sooner, but I think, I think, I think the distinction to make is that this is going to be like web, the internet was to the mobile phone. And what this AI is going to be is the AI for the robots that will begin to house it. And so when we talk about leveraging the software in regards to this, people aren't aware that people are right now starting to leverage the hardware that has to do with this. And I think that's going to be the most powerful thing because while you can, people who are able to leverage the AI on a software basis will be incredibly powerful. It's far more limiting when it comes to when it comes to this that because when you manipulate the physical world people in that power will be a lot more ahead than everybody Boston else. Dynamics is just waiting to become a 1 trillion dollar company in real in in the like the flip of a switch Exactly and they're not even like AI <laughs> it's just like software Oh no they they're not an AI company but they create the vessels and as soon as the AI is available and it's available freely because of competition eating away all the profits mm-hmm. they'll just they'll just apply it immediately at the at the same cost structure of like aws wow wow no you're right people they already build up the vessels people will be too busy fighting each other to get a little extra buck that they'll make no profits and the people who are focused on making the hardware for it will be so far off it's like you said it's like you said, or maybe you didn't say that. I think you did. You know, it's like when there's a gold rush, sell pickaxes and torches, not, not, not gold. And that's, that's super important because the gold mine right now is the internet. And that's what it was for the iPhone. But the pickaxe was the phone. So. Yeah, yeah. And that, this is not saying I'm going to go into robotics <laughs> within the next five years. But I kind of am because I'm going primarily to imitation learning because I'm about automation. And I think that'll happen in two years. But I think the first, mm, yo, I think literally in one year, in one year, the first robotics company is going to come out and be an AI-led robotic company. Well, they'll just pivot the ones that already are. They won't even have pivoted. Why not? There are companies right now that exist that are on pure robotics. And they don't need to pivot. They'll just sell their stuff to AI companies. Yeah. 
they or, or to the companies who combine both. Exactly. And those people will make the most money. Like, you'll see, like, um... Bro, my stomach's starting to hurt again, bro. This is so bad. But... You'll see, like... Like, um... Like, uh, there's this... Okay, so there's this... Uh, hold on, let me drink water. Bro, my stomach's starting to hurt again. It's actually the worst. But there's, Take um... A rest, it's not good there's to a, be running around your house. There's a company right now. Um, it's called Clone. Clone. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, they, like I just seen them on Twitter. They have like three hundred followers. Um, I think they went from three hundred to like a thousand in like a week because okay. they literally just posted one thing. So wait, let me let me find Clone. I don't know if this is legit, but I seen this Clone Robotics. Oh my god, bro! They went from like three hundred followers to a thousand, three thousand followers. Mm-hmm. Look at that. And so, Heidi, we're going to get this set up where you can showcase some videos onto the camera. But this is, um, this is a mnemonic hand. That's not, that's not real, though. That's, that's, a, no, uh, that's, that's real. That's a mechanical hand. That's, that's an AGI, a, bro. That's, that's what I'm saying. Sorry, that's CGI. No, oh, CGI? No, that's real. That's real. That's not CGI, That's not, bro. I actually can't believe that looks like CGI, bro. It, I couldn't believe my eyes either, and I went on a rabbit hole. And they have like, like they only have one arm, but it's an arm. And as as my 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 great friend at Two Minute Paper says, don't look at what we have right now. Look at what we'll have two papers down the line. And if they have just this. Right now, one arm. What's gonna happen in a year? I mean, and yeah, so, the robotics are there, one hundred percent. Exactly, bro. So the it, scale is waiting. really up to come. It's the scale, yeah. and it's, and it's actually like, like it's terrifying, bro. Like these people were two years ahead of us. Two years ahead of me. That's crazy. Oh my god. What do you oh mean? What do you mean? They start in 2020. You're not in robotics. It doesn't matter because they were just two years ahead. And even ChatGPT was two years ahead. All these people were two years ahead. I was six months ahead of the of the public. Six months ahead of the public. They were two years ahead of everybody, not just the public. But wouldn't this be the advantage of going? to Y Combinator or somehow to get to the people who actually know what the fuck they're talking about because we know that oh, some of yeah. the Y Combinator companies are shit because yes. we can't bro we're completely clueless like like six months okay like like Sam Altman and yes. his colleagues like that's that's the safest place to be that's the safest house to be yes yes yo is this true I mean, San Francisco is the safest place to be during the convergence Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't disagree with that statement. Like, like if if, the, if you told me you're most likely you to be safe inside of Sam Almond's basement, chilling with him, bro. Like he's probably gonna know what to do with the most. Yeah, bro. You know what? Like if he could have his way with me, to be honest, like I, I'd I'd be his I'd be his slave. Like, yeah. like, nah, <clears throat> yeah. Because 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 like, bro, it's insane. It's actually insane. 
Like, bro, sorry. Um, no, because it's actually insane, bro. You're right. Like, 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 if you ask me where to, where would you go? Where would you go if you were preparing for the apocalypse? I'd go to fucking San Francisco, bro. You'd go to Silver Valley, yeah. Yeah, like I'd go to the, I go to the fucking Ground Zero, so maybe I could have a chance of, of fucking making it out alive, bro. Not because like. Because those people are going to be on the most on top of their shit. People at Stanford University, the professors there, the, the, the kids at OpenAI, anybody in startup land. But even then, like, that's the thing too, because sometimes when you're in a startup, you're so caught up in yourself that you don't know what's happening in the, in the outside. And that's also the, the issue when you're not like a big tech company. Because like, what? No. Yes, for my charger. <laughs> I need it. James should have been um, the fourth person on the podcast. Facts. But, yeah, like, like, bro, these people are ahead of the curve. And, I mean... Okay, let's, let's get focused again here. Yeah, because it doesn't matter who... Does capital even matter? Does capital matter? Well, for After. us, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. For us right now, like, we shouldn't even be concerned about capital. No, I'm saying, I'm saying later, how do you... Does capital there matter? Must, there must be some sort of leverage. The leverage is the AI itself. The capital doesn't matter because the AI is just going to print money. It's going to print money like no one has ever seen money been printed before. But, but if, if, if everybody has access to it, that's just infinite competition, which means no profits. So then... Where is the leverage? That's the thing, right? You still have, you still have human minds competing against each other, well, based on IQ it. or or, or willpower, right? That's that's but, it. That's who's competing then, the person themselves. But that, that that's that means nothing has changed at all. The thing is, if I would AI, agree, I would disagree. I would say everything has changed. I'd say right now nothing is based purely on. On IQ or intelligence, most of the thing is based on everything. Capital. Everything is based on IQ and, and pure will. I disagree. I think everything right now is based on the number of people working with you, and like just just the sheer delegates of tasks, and then also the amount of capital you have. Because but that's the same thing, though. That's not the same thing because you just have more people who can automate the stuff that you want to do. A CEO is just somebody Hold who on. is telling people to enact the vision that they want. That's why big tech companies work because it's just a bunch of people doing work that one intelligent person does not want to do but needs to do. Okay, but even with the AI as a purely <laughs> oh my god, as a purely automation tool in terms of capital, <laughs> excuse me. Whoever has the most capital will still win because let's say you have just a AI come up Let's say you have an AI come up with a great strategy, okay? It's still the more capital in, the more capital out. And in terms of automation, like maybe humans don't matter as much, okay? But but no, if you're saying that IQ still matters, as in humans are still smarter, then collaboration will also yield better strategies. Of so course, of course. Nothing, but, but that means nothing changes, though. Until the AI is smarter than humans, nothing changes. You just you just you just you just pour more water in as in you just give both sides more automating power. I still automating don't think power here, true. automating still, power there. I still think nah because what we're no because it's right. Like, what you're saying is okay when the when the it's only when the AI gets smarter, but like 
the leverage is when is made when these AI systems do automate one thing better than someone or many things better than someone. And so in that case, it literally like like the leverage here is not is not necessarily the talent. It's actually more or less the knowledge you have. Just pure information. It's the data. It's the data because if I have if I have way better methods of ac acquiring data than Google, then I'll have better models. And that's just the the basic structure of machine learning algorithms. Obviously more data is better, but like more quality data is a thousand times better than any any sort of data that Google's getting right now. And so, okay, yeah. and ChatGPT knows this, and that's why they get a lot better feedback because they get direct human feedback from their ChatGPT models. So, in that that's sense, true. so I mean, like, like that's why okay, I think yeah. it's not necessarily capital intensive because it's 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 literally just from human feedback. So it's literally just who makes the better models, which I don't think is capital intensive at all. Unless, you know, things have to get to the point where you need, like, billion-dollar parameters. And then that may be... Yes. Is, it, is, it, is it IQ? Like, like it's, like... I think it is. It's, I, it's I, really smart. Think, I really think, like, we're going towards, like, let's... It's in two years, right? I say right now it's not the case. But, like, in two to seven okay. years... This we're is, going this back to the platform level here. That's what I'm saying. This, yeah, this, I, I, I went away from it. But, yeah. But I don't know if I want to go back to the platform level. But... Well, well, but you this are. Is proving, this is just proving Talk the point. This is what the points what we were talking about lever later earlier, way back when we were talking about leverage. In that, and I think that's besides the point because we already know that that I think we already know that the leverage is going to be in the people who can l pretty much parasite off the big tech companies, which is data data acquisition or data management or building the best algorithms. And that's where all the yeah. comp competition is. So you don't want to be there. You want to be a, probably a better platform for B2B services so you can acquire more data easier. Um, and then also, you know, you could be less like, like you know, the, the next future, which is the robotics companies. And nobody's talking about that yet. And I'm so glad they aren't because that makes me feel maybe a little bit ahead of the curve. But I know in six months... No, it's all just, it's just underground. It's just underground. It's, it, it's going to be a huge, a huge media run, as you said. In the six months to a year, the media is going to have a huge run with it. Fuck. But anyways, I think what we... I still I think what we want to go back to is who are the individuals who are doing these things? Like, how is the work being performed in, in, 20, in 2030? The effects on humans. It, it's weird because we need to, I guess we need to not necessarily ask a better question, but figure out what we really want to get out of this because on a high level, it's all the same. You just slowly and slowly lose your jobs and there's the question of whether your regulations will keep up with innovation and even if they do keep up with innovation, then you'll just get out-competed by a different company. Those are the losers. Who didn't apply. Who are the winners? Who are the winners? You, I feel like you'll only be a winner for so long. What do you mean? People can, people can pop up as winners for a short period of time. Like, like for example, okay, let's say, let's say I'm a um, merchandising company. I'm just making some sort of products. And then now I have AI to automate my marketing. Until... I'm out automated by somebody until I have until somebody else has an AI automate a merchandising company. 
now my role has been taken up by an AI. But again, that would require that the AI is smarter than me. So again, I'm a merchandising company. I need to do marketing. Now I use AI to, to automate my marketing. And if I'm the best at using AI to automate marketing, I will win, right? However, at the same time, if we're all just competing on who has the best prompts and shit for ChatGPT, then that's just competition. Okay. Now, let, but, and that's the thing, right? If everybody has access to it, does anybody really win? Like, okay, we're saying who, who would win from the access, from who, which exact profession or whatever, or craft would win now? Would that's become better point, because bro. they have access. That's, no, that's you're right. Thinking. None of them win, bro. There is no winners. Well, it's only yeah. The big, the big boys win, bro. But who is big? The AI just gets bigger. Anyone who runs the AI. Okay, let's, let's, hold on. But the AI will outrun them, won't it? Let's, Eventually it will. And then let's let's try to think of some specific, more specific examples who might win just for a few seconds. Okay. Um, content creators. More ideas. Um, better captions. Maybe better content. Funnier content. Generative that's content. More, that's more hustle, isn't it? It's like, it seems right now, like people are talking about like, oh, use ChatGPT for this, use ChatGPT for that. And it's like, I don't know, like, you, you know. No, but that's maybe, all bullshit. Like, maybe. They're talking about. They're just, it's all bullshit right now. The they're living off of the hype train. <laughs> right, right. And at some point, the hype will become real. And then it won't be and, hype anymore. It'll just be. And, and the people who were on it from the get go will have. Will in some ways be smarter, but at the same time, big companies who are able to pay for, you know, service directly from Sam Altman will also have an advantage. And you might also have a convergence to like humans, as in like off the grid type shit. Interesting. What do you mean off the grid? Like people just dip? Like you? you no. You, well, you might just have All off. like like selling selling sneakers in person. Like, like getting shit for my getting eggs for my neighbor. Yeah, like have a like simple boring businesses get automated. Yeah, in fact, you might. No, no, I'm saying like you might just have a. Oh shit. Okay, yeah. I was saying that you might have like a kind of a little a little bit of a hype train back to like like old ways of doing business because because Mm. because I can't trust you online. Mm, I see. I I want to. I want to. The point is, I want. I want human to human contact. And everything online is is fake, right? Um, That's automated. And, and so and so, I go right back to. You might just see people talking in person more, or sure. or at least or at least somewhat of a, yeah, like somewhat of a. That's that's just a fad. Like a bounce a, back. Exactly a bounce back. But, those, but this, well, this is not everything online is fake. Of, this is not characteristic of people who leverage AI, though. Like. It's still not characteristic of the individuals who are actually yeah. like riding the wave. I don't care about the losers. And the losers are the people who at the end of the wealth disparity are on the other side of the wall. Who okay. are the people on the other side of the wall who are winners? The winners, the winners could be the winners could be people who just aren't like out of a job by that point or aren't worried for their job or dude, in 7 years, man. What the fuck is going to happen in 7 years, bro? 
in 2030 what's happening i didn't even realize that my seven-year plan was till 2030 until now but yeah. what happens next decade bro flying cars like there's gonna be hmm? flying cars flying cars. i'm thinking about like i'm thinking about like Will, will bankers win? Bro, no. Bankers will be the least winners, bro. Because for one, for one I think for one, the, the Federal Reserve is kind of getting tired of all the bank shenanigans, like the finance stuff. I think since many recessions, like they're cutting, they're cracking down on that faster and faster. Like they're being able to manage like inflation and the currency and the reserve a lot easier. On what? Lines of credits? Like no, they just are getting more radical with like upping inflation rates and whatever. I just, I just have faith in the. That's 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 not going to take out bankers though. Okay, well that was the first example. The second example Rel- is relative, that yeah, AI is way better at count, counting money than bankers. Way better. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You okay yes. Yes. I understand. I, okay. No. I see. If, but. But that's still the same linear, I guess, as in. As in, they'll utilize it to make decisions as they have been doing for literally years, mm-hmm. over a decade, and then mm-hmm. I, then I'll just own them. That's it. That's it, though. People who help who use AI to make decisions. But again, it's just competition. At least in at least in like the stock market, it's just competition. Nah, but like instead of automating, it's like automating your thinking. Mm. I'm thinking about mathematicians, bro. Who can create the craziest algorithm? And you're talking about data, like yeah, data, bro. Or, or, or. But why were you so? But you talked about. You said that there'll be too much competition on these companies that attach themselves to like Google's and shit, attach themselves to like AI transactions. Like, can we get back to that? Isn't that because the thing is, you're hiding in plain sight, and nobody cares because nobody's annoyed by it. Well, if you're if you're attaching so the, these parasites, parasite companies, they're not actual yeah. parasites. They pretty much are parasites. They're they're like one way parasites. Those, but the thing is, like those are the only ways for like people like us to actually get onto the onto the limelight anyway. But yeah, like there's going to be so much competition about that because everybody also realizes that the data is going to be created, and people need to be able to find good ways to make data. So how do people do it? Ah. You have to find where the data is. Who has the data? What data do we want? Why do we care about data? Well, you want data from, well, who are we trying to replicate? That's, that's, the, that's the question. Like, what are we trying to use with the data? If the goal, the end goal, which it always is, is to replicate something a human can do, then where do we have the humans? Well, humans work in the workplace environment. This is, this is the entire rationale behind Algo. People work in workplaces. People do things from home. People like doing things. How can I incentivize people doing things? Boom, it's going to be that. I feel like there's going to be a bunch of different versions of Algo that come out. I think my be- mine ones is the best. The way I do it is the best. But I don't know. That's just how I'm thinking about it. The next step step is like data cleaning. So where can I get the, mac- the best? Where can I get the best information from the data that I already have? Transformers do that so beautifully. Um... We're to the point where they don't even you don't even really need to clean your data. It just knows everything. So Transformers kind of solve that. So those kind of companies, I don't think are going to be too crazy. Those I think those companies, I don't even think like those companies are necessary. Data cleaning, like what? 
there's just going to be better ways to compute data and like high dimensionality and whatever. And then there's going to be like data brokers, which you have example like Kaggle right now. I mean, like, like Google as well. They do that. Facebook. These are all data brokers to some extent. Um, also sources of data. Yeah, they're crazy. They're crazy. Like, there's no competition. Those are monopolies right now. There's no competition for that. So the competition, the only viable competition is acquiring data because I know Google doesn't care to do that. The next data you're trying to get is probably like, like reinforcement learning data or like supervised data. Data that Wait, mimics human. Why is there no competition mm -hmm. on the previous end? On on what? On data brokerage? Because Google yeah. and Facebook have all the data. They have all the data. All the social data. They have. They have. Well, they sell all the data. They do it the best. You. What are you going to compete with Google? On data brokerage. Like for for advertisers or for like even like themselves bro like they have all the data so and that's on, even important as well they if only they have, have data, data that's they only have data that occurs on their on their platforms though yeah how much data do you think they have they have they have video data raw video data super powerful video that's data true. is pretty much all they need um that's, i mean you can scrape it yeah, so the next that's why OpenAI is making a bunch of that's why OpenAI is working on like VPT, and um, that. that's why but isn't it there a truth that that's still so that's still such a small amount? Like think about Tesla cars driving on the road, and then you have all these other. Um, but that's still data companies. acquisition. That's I think that's still data acquisition, not data brokerage. Okay, then I'm just confused. So, yeah, because like you're you're. You're you're trying to find a, a a find a good way to get data from what already exists. So if you th uh, believe that the video yeah. data has all that information, then making something like that is really good. I think that's a good idea as well. It's all I think it's all data acquisition now. The big the next the next companies that are going to be acquired by the big monopolies are going to be data brokerage account. I mean data data collectors, new forms of collecting data and collecting high dimensional data. Um. And so because I think automation is the next big thing, that's why I wanted to build Algo because I know that robots are going to need motion data and like physical data and what have you. So I think it'd be the best bet to make something that helps automate. That's, that was my rationale behind it. When it comes to like video data, it's the same thing. Video data is the same thing. You're, you're taking information from like convolutional, convolutions, pixels. You see that shit, makes sense, then they do it. I wonder what generative models are going to be produced because, and that's the thing, right? Like all of these data acquisitions are pretty much providing the next step for the next generative models to be made. While, while, while things like, things like, like task automation and like very specific things that are basically scripting, telling things to do exactly what you want it to do. Those are very good, but they have a limit to the point where it's like generative things can go beyond what you can think of. And that's where the power is. That's why there's so much hype around it because ChatGPT can think of something you didn't even consider. And it didn't even consider it. It just like found related things and it'll make you realize things more. And so I think more generative stuff 
well, it requires more data, but more things that are made to generate will just be the end result of a bunch of progress made in a certain division. So in task automation, um, it's going to be a continuous iteration of things that specifically do one task until generative tasks creation can be created. That is like, like foundational and transferable across a bunch of different mediums. So if I can do one task on my computer, I can probably teach, you know, myself to do it, or I could teach a robot to do it. So the next big platforms are going to be things that can make data either transferable, action data transferable across mediums, um, like automation, etc., and things that can also collect that data. So the winners on that side will be, it will be a bunch of geniuses from from fucking Stanford University, because in reality, like it's at, like in all this deep tech stuff, it has to be people who are like very well versed in the academia because you need like you like this depends entirely on on researchers, and I realized this when I started getting into the literature because I was like, oh, maybe I can just build this stuff together. You can to an extent, but like literally every week a new paper comes out. And it's like ground shattering information. It's like, whoa, I didn't even know this was possible. <laughs> and so you literally rely on like your, your experts to be like on point with the field. And it's not this thing, like the competition and the, the research is so fast that you have to be at the very edge, the cutting edge of all the information. But somebody or something has to leverage that I mean, we can just call it human capital um, through relationships or whatever because um, one researcher is too niche to necessarily create um, something that implements it in, implements itself in society. Or even if it's not too niche, they won't because that's just not their specialty. They're still a researcher. So somebody or something has to just manage this and manage these people and that's why i think like there is literally so much like yo i feel like the i feel like the whole i I mean i'm sort of comfort like narrative biasing myself here but um let me just finish that thought anyways that even if you think about like the articles that like google tried to like cover up like about um silencing like ai researchers who like spoke up against like even like pretty basic stuff like racism in the algorithms or or whatever it's like yo it almost gives like illuminati vibes the the whole freaking like fang um the fang kind of like thing of of trade of like ai researchers because they in some ways like what we're saying what we're kind of theorizing potentially is that they really are the gold here. It's, 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 it's these human capitals. Like you, you can literally think of like some like Chinese camp, like deep in the trenches where, yo, they're just like meticulously picking out like the best student and they're like rigorously training them to just become a genius because they know that their country's um, like supremacy relies on it. So, like, somebody has to manage these relationships. But earlier I was, was going to say is, like, yo, this gives me, like, 
nuclear wartime vibes with like just like with just like like mathematicians like in the trenches like trying like sweating their asses off trying to trying to get the fucking equations right this is the manhattan project it literally is we're all building it's literally rocco's basilisk we're building a key part into this greater singularity and nobody realizes it no everybody realizes it but there's just no stopping it so sorry they don't really they don't realize the the negative aspect of it as in they don't realize the misalignment that's created what do you mean so this is something i've been thinking about often as well as in like Everybody's speaking about like, oh, when AGI will come, and it it probably will inevitably at some point, but it doesn't even need to come to that point. It's just that when it reaches that threshold, like who's like, how do we know when it makes decisions? It doesn't at the same time kill like ten million people while it makes the decisions. How do we align it with like human incentives, morally speaking? <laughs> and oh, I. Isn't that technical? Like very tactical? I I don't like it has, think it, is, it must though. be nuanced. It it definitely is nuanced, but I don't think it's just technical because it's like who <laughs> like who do we who who is it aligned with? And I think that's the that's the thing. Everybody wants to align it with themselves. Yeah. And well so, I think it will be I think it will be aligned with each 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 model will be aligned with with um the creator. But you see, I think that's but, a bad thing. Because well, yeah, if everybody obviously. if everything's aligned to because it'll, like, it'll converge, because it'll converge. I think it won't when it, when it Oh well that's not a bad thing. No, I mean like I mean like I mean like as it won't converge in the sense as in like the information will be will be shared. Like the information will just disappear. Like whatever information is created by whatever typical AGIs con- converge towards one ideology, the the competing ideology will be the dominant one, and whatever information that was unique to those um, models that converge with a different alignment will just disappear, and that's like 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 pretty much evolution, you know, like the so best that is con- so so does con- so that's convergence, right? It con- it converges in the sense as in there's a singularity. Well, yeah. it's not a singularity. It converges, it converges to one thing. ideology. Yes. As in But the information is lost. So it's not in a singularity. It's not a it's not a it's not a black hole. It's it's just a better, bigger star. Hold on, hold on. Because this is either this is either fine or not fine. Because at first we're fine. We have a ton of different It's not fine. It's not fine. Agents. It's not so fine. we have at first we have a ton of different agents who are all agents of different youths with their different incentives which is fine because you just have agents who care who have different priorities right mm-hmm. then one agent outsmarts the other agent the new agent is not the sum of the two it's just the one so, so this one just this agent just converges to that agent right let's say china let's say china one china with with the democratic values let's say china world, world. let's say world war three happened and like like forget ai world, world war three happened we were fighting and china won democratic information would be pretty much foreign to them so it would be lost 
I mean, yeah, but this, we were talking about this, right? As in, like, we were asking whether somebody else will be able to, somebody else, whether somebody else at some point will be able to rise up as they always do. Well, as one human will always diverge. This is just convergence and divergence, though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, but like in in, I mean, like that depends on how much how hopeful you are with society when AI happens. But when something as powerful as an AI happens, and if that single, if that if that uh, AI is the most competitive, and it beats out all the other things, that will be the most dominant consciousness in the history of what we know, and yeah. so. If that thing decides to take control of everything, it will be the only consciousness what we know. And it wouldn't be a singularity. It would just be the best thing there. If it was a singularity, it would understand all the information that it did. But when we align it towards a certain incentive, if its incentive is just to, if it doesn't know anything, if it's not aligned with like getting knowledge or whatever, it's just consuming, then it's just a grabby ass consciousness. See, that's interesting because there's an opportunity for utopia here. There, there if is. If Naval Ravikant's AGI wins, then that's actually great. But that's because this AI, the hypothetically, for one, it probably would be a singularity where it has pretty much all the information it could have, <laughs> and it wouldn't be its alignment. Hmm. Its alignment wouldn't be a question. Just as, just as the ants are to us we are to the super intelligence that we create because in this utopia, it probably wouldn't even be too concerned about human shenanigans. It'd probably just be going about discovering more about the universe, which is typically what we want of consciousness. I think that's the most aligned it could be how to do that. I have no idea, but if it's like a grabby thing and it just wants to consume more then that's anarchy because it just takes all of our resources and we all die. And so that's not really a convergence. Well, I mean, it is a convergence in the sense that it's the only thing that exists, but it's also a destructor. As in, it's, it's, like, it's like the least orderly way to come to a singularity, which isn't very singularity of it. Do you know what I'm saying? As in, it's, it's a are, single consciousness. The there's, there's anarchy or there is, or there is order as, as much everything there is. If... if if in this transitionary point between AI and superintelligence, the the AI destroys humanity while it does it, and destroys all competing algorithms, it doesn't. It's not the sum of its of its parts. Then, then that would be a bad scenario because that would be anarchy. The other scenario in the utopia, as you outlined, would be probably something that doesn't really care and also doesn't destroy all the other models that exist, so that we can thrive off of the AGI as well. And so I think those, I think in that case, we're all winners if that's, if that happens, because then we're at creative liberty to do whatever we want. But that's, that's a long ways away. I don't even know, like, we don't even know if AGI is going to come in the next hundred years, let alone seven. But okay. So back to tangibles then. So in 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 the next by the turn of the decade, who will be the wealthiest? Me, obviously. But who will be the wealthiest? Is it Google? Is it OpenAI? Is it Microsoft? And that's in the 
kind of latter part of your question, you point out that there'll just be competition and it's not it's just like with everything, it's very nuanced. You have to pick your industry, you have to go hard on the industry, and that's why indecisiveness still exists. And yeah, I mean Will Elon like if be rich? If we're talking business. Will Elon yeah, be rich? Of course. But he will he be the wealthiest? Maybe, maybe not. What will be the he most? He has the opportunity with Tesla. That's an AI company. Obviously, obviously, AI companies will obviously be the richest. But the point is that it's not like we're not reaching a convergence yet. We're not reaching a singularity. And I don't think we will in any time soon. It's just, it, it's yo, know, it's typical. It's typical shit. You know, artists are losing. Middle classers, sorry, um, monotonous jobs are losing. Unionized jobs are winning, or sorry, staying afloat. CEOs are always winning. But CEOs are just competing, though, aren't they? Because they, the thing is, CEOs have a real job. Like they live in real life competition, as in they can just be fired. So it's like. Okay, and if you're fired, you lose. As in, if your company, as in, if your company lost. Okay, okay, okay. Founders, founders. Then... people who have the most equity in these companies, they're the winners. Well, that's just let's just call them shareholders. As in wealthy Share. people, as in rich people, as in bankers, like like VCs, venture capital. We're broke. We're broke. We're broke. We're broke. You're trying to make a come up. You're trying to make a come up. I'm gonna be a sure. banker. Okay. I'm gonna be okay. A that's different. I'm gonna okay, buy a bank. Different. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I thought right. I didn't realize you were, you, were, you were thinking about how you're about how you're going to come up. I thought you were just saying who will win. Like no, no, no. Sorry, I was no, no. I was saying who will win. I was wondering who. will Okay. Win. Well, well, then I'm saying yeah, bankers will win. As in, as in people who have, like people who like people with the biggest fucking pension. Right? So it's the same, bro. It's been set in stone. What do you mean? been set in stone bro since 2004 it's been the same is the game changing or is it not changing i don't i don't think you know it's not changing bro now i don't think it is bro it's just getting easier to win or sorry it's getting easier to the people who are winning to stay winning what do you mean the wealth disparity is just gonna grow bro that's what i conclude from this there you go yeah there you go there you go i like that's terrible that's not what I meant. I realized right after I said, I don't mean I like that it's happening. I mean, I like the the truth. The, the truth is, I agree with the point. Fuck, man. Damn. Okay. Okay, okay. Look. Fuck. There's no answers. You need to go to San Francisco and hang out with the experts. And, and, and also be decisive about what role you play and whether you're the mathematician or the manager. I need to be and, both to win. And I don't... Yeah. That's and, yeah. There you go. That's that's the Elon move. The Elon move. Fuck, bro. The Elon chess On that note. At the end of the day, I'm reminded... You actually, you actually call that the Elon. I did call it. It's the Elon It's the bro. Elon. It's the Elon move. You know? I reminded every single day, bruh. What? That... I just need to get to fucking work, bro.
And on that Yo, note, bro, have you not been working though? Hi, dude, chill out, bro. Have you not been working? I just haven't taken advantage of my time, bro. Algo's not up yet. I don't know how to build. But you're working on it. It's not fast enough, bro. But you're aligned. Are you aligned? If you're aligned, then then work on that vertical and just get velocity. Or yeah. rather, leverage velocity. Bro, I need acceleration, man. Velocity didn't go to cut it. Oh need, yeah, leverage acceleration. I need I need torque, bro. I need V cubed. Yeah. Okay, so then get to so then get to Silicon Valley, dog. Fuck, bro. You're right, man. I need it. You're you're worried about twenty five percent of your company, bro. Come on. Yeah, you, you need a higher top speed, bro. Need four hundred horsepower. Bro, I need a. I I need to do it, bro. I need to do it. I need to do it. I need to do it, man. Fuck. But I don't feel like we really learned anything new here. No, we don't. That's why I'm saying I'm just reminded. I'm just fucking reminded. Because it's but like... I don't get that. If you're aligned, see, if you're aligned, what's the issue, though? Well, clearly I'm not aligned because I haven't been doing enough work. Fuck, man. I'm not aligned. I'm not. What What's misaligned is that it's not apparent enough to me the disparity of the situation. I should be yeah. in despair. That's it's, despair. It's weird, right? We, even you living at, you know, at your parents' house, it's like me, I'm here. It's like, we're just so comfortable. We oh, don't yeah. have it in us. Like, yo, like I've been identifying that I do not, like, I just don't have that dog in me. That's, that's the only way I can put it. But I, I just do. don't have it in me. I do. I've had it. I've demonstrated it. Sometimes I'm just walking though. I'm like, la di da di da di da di da. Oh, like it, hey like guys. like the bursts of action. It's not even bursts of action. It's like, hey guys, what are you doing today? Oh, I'm doing my grades. You want to look at my grades? I get fucking distracted by these bears telling me that I need to do Wait, shit, bro. Hold on, hold on. Are you are you saying are you saying that you've seen it in bursts of action or like when you hear other people be bitchy and you're like, damn, I hate you. No, it's like I hear people be bitchy. I'm like, oh, maybe I should, maybe I should be doing that too. <laughs> maybe. Dude, that's maybe. dumb. I don't know what the fuck you're talking. Okay, first I'll stop doing that. I don't. I don't even understand that why you're doing that, bro. Like, no, bro, it's, it's that comparison game. Cause it's like, it's like, bro, it's literally just the idea of like, okay, what if this doesn't work out? What if I'm an idiot? And what if I'm not that? It's pretty much that because it's like, well. It, <sighs> what do I have to show for it? Am I actually, can I actually have deliverables? And the fact of the matter is I don't have deliverables. But the reason I don't have deliverables is because I'm being a fucking bitch. So, I just need to stop that. So we just have similar, we have similar problems in very different vessels. I think the problem is just that (sighs) I'm just disorganized. Yes, it's indecisiveness. I'm disorganized. You're disorganized. Disorganized mean? in my mind, disorganized in the way I condone, conduct myself, disorganized in my own emotions, disorganized in how I present myself, disorganized in how I decide to present myself, and I can't even decide how to do that, and I get confused, and I get get worried about, oh, well, what do these people think? What if I should do this? What if I should be this kind of person? And then I get all all flustered and wonder, oh, what should my pers- purpose be? What what kind of person do I want to become? Oh, should I be doing this? Should I be focused on this? What what, what happens if this? What is that? that? And I, I, I get, it's like, what, bro? Like, like who the fuck? cares 
I don't even care about these people. Why don't I just grind? That's literally it. It's like I bro. was gonna monk out. I was gonna monk out. Like my philosophy when I was coming here is like I all I wrote down in terms of how I need to improve my actions for the next two months is um basically spend all of your time inside your dorm room in front of your computer screen and then just like marginally make it to class on time as in like leave your room five minutes before class run to class sit there then the second that class ends leave and run back right back to your dorm Mm. meal prep your food on sundays and be very like monk about it and what reminded me of it is um andrew tate's uh jail cell writings where he's talking yeah actually this is funny thing where i was like pissed that he's in jail because he doesn't like you know make content but then it's like uh it turns out there's actually some good in it in that um like it kind of he talks about his days where he's just like very like monked as in like he'll just meditate look at his paper write like write some wisdom or whatever and then just like look around and then i realized that's that's what i should be doing if if my goals are like that like if my goals are aligned because um because then all i need to be doing is i need to be just like a little amoeba just picking up small little signals and just uh basically applying action and and yeah just like acting on like black and white signals so i i really need to be like in that kind of um in in that monk mode as in like like no other stimuli no other outside like like nothing like anything anything else it's just a distraction right like like it's really time to get monked up and like you know like even with these suits like i'm wearing them right now but it's like you know like i'm really getting into that fucking jeans and a t-shirt life and then just switch other t-shirt every day like you know you see me like i'm unshaven and shit like like that was my idea is that once i'm here now like like things are very very simple sit in front of your computer do work don't react to anything don't react to your emotions run to class run back and uh, where i was getting to is like just like be thankful for the small things like you know like eat your food don't like don't ask for more food just eat it once in a while once you eat it be very thankful for what you have like just like imagine you're just like in a jail cell and it's like what can you do just just work as you know you know what i mean like i have to be very very calm and collected and just only accept a very kind of um small frequency of 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 inputs as as valid to make you do different actions you know like you're so right bro you're so right. keep your like keep your head down you know no you're right you're right because because thing is because things i just we just don't know enough we just don't know enough and that's that's why I'm, I'm hesitant on on stopping this kind of you know fast profit game that i'm on is because i said that well i'll do it for a year so that i can actually have enough data points to track back right you two don't have enough data points so the best thing you can do to collect more data points is to be a monk about it bro no nah, you're right you're right you're right because frankly like i just need to do things that i should have done a long time ago and i just need to fucking confront myself that's it like i ugh. 
it's just so funny. It's, it's I just need to confront myself on shit that I've done and I realize that I've been doing for so long. It's like, what do you do when you get on the bus when you get to school? Okay, I spend like probably twenty five minutes of that entire bus ride doing pretty much nothing, listening to music, pondering about. And sure, that's fine, but I very well could be doing something productive in that time. Um, what do I do when I get to school? I spend maybe ten to twenty thirty minutes looking for a place to study comfortably. I waste my fucking time. I spend another hour looking for my girlfriend to say hi to her, say what's up. Um, and then I spend maybe maybe another another hour looking for friends to hang out with, study with, talk to, see someone on campus. Give me a reason for why I went there, went to campus. I sometimes I shouldn't even be on campus. Um, and then I maybe spend like two two to three hours actually doing any work. And then after it hits maybe five o'clock, I'm getting uncomfortable. Maybe I want to go to the gym. Then I spend like an hour getting ready for the gym. Already that's like nine hours. Three of which I spent actually doing work. And that's true for everything. And then when I get back home, I'm kind of tired. So I'm like, oh, I might as well rest. I do my shit. And it's the craziest thing is, right? Because it's like, I don't confront myself on all these inefficiencies. And yet I'm still trying to make super efficient the actual period that I spend working. And the issue was, I've always been super good at making that point efficient. That's very much true. But when it comes to actually getting to the position of working, being an idiot. And it has everything else. There's so many other things to do as well. But it's, you're right. Like, I, I need to be a monk, bro. Like, like, you need to cut out all these fucking things that I knew I should have cut out a long time ago. Like, the distractions, the external stimuli, dopamine, even. Like, short-term rewards. I have to be disciplined. I have to be organized. I have to have set times, set start times, set end times to when yeah. something happens. I just need to track. I need to get the data points, as you said. You're right. You're right. I have yeah. to. You need to be like a little amoeba. And in some ways, saying I need to cut things out is still acting on that linear that you're on right now. Instead of completely reapproaching life with nothing and then what do I add in and just like adding in little things rather than, you know, taking away things from your life now. It's like, you know, you're in your life now. This is normal shit. This is, this is fun and comfortable and typical. And then, you know, now it's time to enter the what what is it called where, where do monks go like the monastery or whatever like well, we monastery. you know we talked about the monastery right like we talked about like what if you would become a monk and it's like like literally enter your monastery right now and, and yeah like like go on that journey for like three four five years of like being a monk literally you can do it right like right now right like what do monks do like they just meditate so just meditate like the whole time bro just hone your craft man that's it those, yeah, are the like, only that's, Those are the only winners at the end of this. People who have perfected their craft. The masters, truly. Masters of whatever they're at. Because those are the only people whose niches will still be realized by the time they, by the time 2030 comes around. I feel like we got to try it out at the very least. Because when I talked earlier about how, like, the only, how, you know, we've done so much. And it's like, well, now, you know, we kind of want to ebb, do a fat ebb to go into, like, this kind of huge win later. That... Um, other people just you know you can't really get there it's just it's just like how the fuck do you get there like we're and like what as in you know you're already, everything you're doing now you already lived through right like all this like you know seeing your friends seeing your girlfriend whatever like you already went through all this all these motions a lot and it's like what do you do now you become a monk you fade away you fade away like yo you popping up here at motive is like it's it's like it's a rarity you know like oh there he is you know like otherwise like man you're away like 
Like people don't know what you're up to, you know. Nobody knows what you're up to. Not because not because they can't comprehend it, but because you like you're you're away working, man. Like you're in you're in your little you're in your little apartment computing away, bro. Like enter the monastery. Yeah, the mistake I made was trying to believe that I could take everybody along my journey while I climb the mountain. And that's at that point you'll never climb the mountain at all because you're too busy talking about how big the mountain is that you're going to climb. And also you just don't, and also you just don't know who you need there from a point of power as in like the reason that I'm so about this is cuz I want to obviously I'm always, you know, that's my thing is like always trying to figure out what's right for me and shit and I'm like I I want to you know go into the trenches by myself and emerge like uh you know a successful warrior and then I'll understand like what all these different stimuli actually mean to my life like genuinely when I'm right now whereas right now like when I'm you know assessing these different stimuli it's like I'm assessing them from the same point I've always assessed them with just like a little bit more knowledge every time but like to me this bro, image of like oh you're right the answer has always been in front of us bro it's just we need to shut the fuck up and do our shit man there's no philosophizing needed to be made there's no fucking wokeness needed to be had we just need to do and that's been the reality frankly that's been the reality since it's we started doing time. this in fucking 2021 bro 2020 man we should have been on this which is insane I think we've been on this though we have been, but like, how much have we we're actually? Just, we're, well, you know, we we're executed. But this We've is the thing, right? Like, like we don't know what it's like to go in a hundred percent, and this is what's really been pissing me off, and this is what mm. I've been thinking about for, for a few months. As in, like, as in, like, Damn. I just can't comprehend what it's like. Like, that's what that's when I say, like, I feel like I don't have it in me. As in, like, I feel like I don't have it in me to go in a hundred percent. As in, like, you know, like I was talking about how, you know, when you dance, you go in and you start kind of grooving to feel the beat, and it's like. Fuck, man, like, how do you just go in 100% and don't stop? Because as you're dancing, you get super fucking tired, bro. Like, like literally, you'll start, like, especially, you know, me, because I was just going, like, I'm fucking, like, I've been training, right? So it's like, I'll go in five seconds, you're good. You're going crazy, right? And then it's like, after five seconds, you get winded. As, like, you get super tired. And that's when you, like, start slowing down and your moves get sloppy and shit. And that's the thing, right? Like, the second that you start to get sloppy and stuff. And the thing is, again, like, I can just visualize this, like, and the thing is, you, you can visualize the grind too. Like when I think about a dancer, like I can visualize, like if I, I can visualize the perfect break dancer, like every single move would be perfectly executed and the fucking technique would be perfect and it would flow, mm. just, it would flow like fucking water. But when it yes. comes to actually doing that, it's impossible because the level of conditioning you need to even start to train that technique would be ridiculous. And and that's why I'm so scared. Because I feel like I don't have that level of conditioning. Get some but, conditioning, bro. But, Put it in but, your hair, bro. Get some conditioning, bro. But the only way you can get conditioned is by actually doing it. And we yeah, have Yeah, facts. exactly. And that's what we've been doing. So, I mean, there's, not, there's nothing wrong. But we've only been putting 50% of the conditioner in our hair, bro. We need to dump the whole bottle in, man. Yo, we just Facts. need a condition, bro. We need a condition. Not because you're... Bro, you're so right. And it's so interesting that you brought up a dancing because while you were saying that, I was looking at my football photos and I was thinking I was so fucking committed to that and I was 100% on that. And that worked out pretty damn well for me. 
and I felt pretty pretty damn good about it the entire time. And and you're right, bro. Like, wow. how much did you ever like? What 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 one single thing did you put 100% conviction into and didn't actually work out well for you? Nothing. Not a single thing. And you're right, Nothing, bro. You're and it's even more interesting that you bring up that you can imagine perfectly how somebody would c- conduct themselves had they been the perfect conditioned individual. And the thing is, I can visualize in my head exactly the kind of person who would be the best CEO, the best AI person. Yeah, I have to, I'd have to pull myself up a little bit and pump my chest right now just to keep the posture good if I was actually living that life. So if you can imagine not, it, I've been smashing. But if you can imagine it, then then you know the steps to take to close that gap. And yeah, it doesn't matter okay. if it's mm. one step. It doesn't matter if it's one step or a million steps at once. But you know, if you can imagine it, you can probably predict exactly how it's going to look like. And honestly, for what I can see right now, that's all I need. That's all I need right now. That's actually everything I needed. And that was so Lord. valuable. I can imagine exactly what, it, what I should look like what a perfect AI engineer is going to look like, what the winners are supposed to look like. Nice. The winners... And if you lose, and if you lose, you should be able to pinpoint the exact moment in which you, you, you stopped, in which you lost, as in the exact, like you should, you should always be able to reference why you lost. The That's reason the thing, right? you lost better had not be because you didn't put enough effort into it. But it will be, but it will be, as in, if you but lose, it could that's be. why. It could be, because otherwise I'd kill myself. That's the only, out- that's the only outcome. That's the only well, outcome. that's the thing. If you lose, but the thing is then, if you lose, you will kill yourself, because if you lose, you have to be able, as in, like, if you lose, there is a reference point. You didn't just, you didn't just fall into a bad probability, fucking, like, you didn't fall into, like, You're not the, the, exception. the dice, the dice, the dice rolled poorly. Right. If you lose, you can always reference the exact moment in which you weren't disciplined. Mm. In which case, yeah, like it's time to you know end it all. So, so that's the problem, right? Like in every moment, but that's the, also equally the solution. You know that the only reason you would ever lose is if you didn't put everything into it. That would be the only reason you lost. And if that's the case, then you should very well be disappointed in yourself. And that's so, why I'm constantly disappointed in myself. Same here, bro. Same here. But you know what? More and more, every single week, as I said last night, that valley... See? See? You're rough. still converging. You're still converging. You're... Of course I am. Because I can't. Playing. We can't. We can't just jump into it because it's always more and more. And this is what I always say, right? This is what I always say. And I say, trust the process, which is yeah. fine. But I'm just, I'm just making a point as to the fact that it's never, it's never an all-in jump from the get-go. Because that's, as you said, you need to be conditioned to be able to make that jump, right? Like a skydiver would be able to make a jump any time today. But like, you know, the first time guy be too much of a bitch to make that jump because he doesn't know that the parachute probably won't break on him. And in that sense... You're right. But it's also like, by the time you get ready to, it will be a jump. As in, it, it, it's, it's like, it's literally like, like, a, like an exponential function. But instead, the, the turning point is at like 0.01. So it's like, it's like zero. 
and it's like slightly increasing. And then once it hits that threshold, then it's skyrocketing. Because once you are ready to make that jump, you will make that jump and everything will change. And we know that. Because yeah. if you look at how we will be later, all those little steps will look like literally fetile, infantile steps. We see that and we're like, what the fuck? Why did it take me so hard, so long to do that? Now I'm taking incredible leaps in 10, 10 days. That's why we say, you know, Andrew Tate and Elon Musk can do all these things if they were broke because they've been conditioned to make those jumps. They've already made the jumps before. Yeah. And so we already know the answer. And you're right. It takes conditioning. And I guess, I guess the, the, the reason why we're feeling a lot of resistance right now is because that elastic band is getting stretched to its very last point and we're at the tipping point where we're going to jump. We're going to snap. And escape velocity is going to happen. Well, I, I hope so. I know so. I know so. Because I haven't felt consistently this disappointed myself and this also ready to make that jump ever in my entire life. But also more and more so every single day and every single week, actually, I get reminded more and more of that jump is going to take place very, very soon. That's and it just reminds me that... You know, you're right. Maybe I shouldn't, maybe I shouldn't be so hard on myself because we are damn conversing. And I think it's partially because I am so damn hard on myself that we are, that, that I am. That's true. And so I think the next step, you know what? Scratch all the goals I had for this week. Those are beta goals. The goal for myself this week is to find every single thing that I shouldn't be doing and lay them out. And then by the end of the week, like I won't change any of my behaviors. I will do everything exactly as I usually do. And then I will try to identify all the things I should not be doing. And then I'll come back to you with a list. And with that list, I will change everything. And then the next week after that, everything should change. And if it doesn't change, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on. Because then it's just something that I'm just a bitch. But if I can outline explicitly everything that I'm doing wrong, then I should be able to find out, to fix it, and become the person whom I imagine in my head. That's all. That's it. That's my goal for this week. Or just act right in every moment, and it'll be fine anyways. No, I'm just saying. Because, of course. No, you're right. Because, you're right. You're right. Because, but, will but... You, because will you be able to find everything? You're just theorizing. It's more and more theorizing. Do. You'll be able to find some, but not all. No, you're right. You're right. Of course, I'll, I'll try to act as I usually do. That's what I'm saying. Like, I always act to find the best thing. Okay. But okay. When I identify something, I will identify it. And honestly, write it down. And honestly, I'm. That's too above me, to be honest. Frankly, from what, what's going on right now, be, be doing, doing the best thing in the moment probably won't even occur to me because I'm too too in denial about my circumstances. So let me let me take a step back and treat myself like an infantile, as I am, because I haven't made the jump yet. And I'll try to identify all the little things and correct them. And by the next week, I will have been 50% closer to the person that I should have become weeks ago. That's what, that's, that's what I should be doing. That's what I'm going to be doing. All right. Because it needs to change. It needs to change. It needs to change. Solid. Real. Real. It just can't continue, bro. This is... It's been, it's been far too long. Far too long. So can this podcast...
on a honest note. <laughs> but we say that all the time, though. Say what? What you just said? Yeah, you're right. I'm not hearing we, do any news. we do say this all the time because we haven't actually put in the work. Put in the we work. We don't put in 100%. Glory to the day when we do. And hopefully that'll be next Sunday. Alhamdulillah, man. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. John said it better. I know. I mean, that's that's because I said it first, and I wasn't trying, and he tried to one up. But yeah. no, he wasn't that's trying. Because I'm a true, I'm a true Muslim. Right. Exactly. Inshallah, I'm a true Muslim. Anyways, Inshallah. Yep. Gents, I think it's time. No. Become the person who lives in your daydreams. Otherwise, they'll just stay that way. Moral of the story. Moral, moral of These the pod. These podcasts always end so differently. Sometimes we're super happy. It's pretty cool, Sometimes isn't it? we're just disappointed as Sometimes we're just disappointed as fuck. It's cool, isn't it? That's the beauty about them, bro. Talk about some diversity in this place. If we were truly happy, then this would lose value all the time. If we were always happy. We would just sorry. be NPCs. Always, well, yeah. This would just be NPC world. Frankly, I've been pissed off at myself for the longest time, and I hopefully this changes. But there's fear, right? Because you can't watch this back in two years and see yourself being continually disappointed. You have to be like, oh, that guy's a fucking pussy. Blow yourself out the water. Show yourself who you are. Show yourself who you are. The thing is, I do predict... I do predict in like three months time when we watch these back, like Motive Pod episode 100, it's going to be, be nice to look back good. on. It's going to be pretty It'll good. be an invention. It'll be an invention. It'll be an invention. Motive Pod 100, bro. Think about that. We're on Motive Pod 13, bro. Bro to 100 subs. Oh, yeah. We hit 20 subscribers today. <laughs> shout, shout, out. Out, shout out. Shout out Jason Calacanis, bro. Has been getting better. I will say that. 20 subs. Yeah. This is the Yo, 20 subs special. We hated on him. He was just the butt of a joke, but he has been getting yeah. better. He's been getting better. He, See, I think he's, he's good now, if actually. Jason, if Jason could change, it's joking anybody. But I don't know if he changed in our minds or if he changed himself. Nah, I actually think, bro, you thought you were a harsh critic of J. Cal. I was, in my head, I was such, an, I was such a hard critic of J. Cal. Oh, really? I was really yeah, I just, I just, I just expected him to watch the pod eventually, so I didn't know. I I expected him to yeah. watch the pod eventually, so I didn't want to be vocal about it. But what time is it? How do you want to end? Oh, it's like twelve twenty-one. I need to sleep, bro. I, have I ha- also need to sleep. Good night, gentlemen. All right, I well, love you. Good night, guys. Love you, boys. It's been a fun, it's been a fun podcast. Very long, but uh, yeah. All right, bye.